so last session we finally returned to book four of the campaign after the attack on long shadow we wrapped up all of the various loose ends with the ending of book three including the whole uh, searching of the of the collapsed tower the award ceremony that the town wanted to hold for you after having rescued it from the Iron Fang Legion. And we had a couple character moments uh, interspersed throughout that time. And then the party, after a week of downtime, fixing up the town, getting things all around, resting and preparing, set out once more to the Valley of Aloy, which they had found some correspondence indicating that the Iron Fang Legion operated out of this valley prior to the attack, and some of their advisors, Aubrin and Sirio specifically, considered it to be a particularly good area to investigate either for a retaliatory attack or to get intel if possible. And there were also notes talking about a possible tunnel connection from the Valley of Aloy to possibly Kragadan, though you don't know of any specific route, but that there apparently is one which was employed once before by the Legion for some reason. So, after five days of travel, you made it to the Valley of Aloy. You started to investigate some of the points of interest there, and you came across Navi and her caravan, which had basically been chased up out of the Darklands by the Morlocks that are in the caverns below, and they were uh, kind of stranded up here in the valley. Their wagons had finally broken down, and they weren't sure what to do, but upon your arrival, you were able to help repair all of the wagons with your magical hammer, and you encountered a, I would say old friend, but pretty much none of you were around at the same time as him, but Orin was with Navi, having been picked up by her sometime after entering the Darklands and being taken into her employ as a bodyguard, hoping that eventually he might find a way into Kragadan. And Hursk at this point decided that rather than going into the Darklands, potentially all the way to Kragadan, which he didn't have a great deal of ties to, it might be better for him to turn back and make his way to Skelt, or stay at least in the Hollow Hills region to continue with his own goals. And so he left, and Orin joined the party, and the four of you, along with Navi in tow, uh, decided to go to the other point of interest in the valley, the encampment, where you encountered a lone, or what you thought was a lone, bounty hunter, and upon the breakdown of negotiations, he called out his posse, his bounty hunting posse, and you were all in a battle surrounded by half dozen, two, four, six, eight, about eight enemies who had popped up out of the surrounding buildings and rubble to attack. We had ended the session at the very start of round two of combat, and jumping 
right back into it. At the top of round two, we have Jessup. Oh, crap. Oh, great heavens. Good combat music, Sarah. Sounds provided by Cyberscape. Hashtag not a sponsor. Not yet. Oh, right. See, I... Not sure what I'm gonna do, uh, Jason. Can I see? Do all of these guys, besides obviously uh, Mr. Musketeer up there, do all of them have bows and crossbows? Or yeah. So if you're looking around, you can see that a number of them currently have long bows, and it looks like three. So four of them have long bows. Three. Four of them have long bows. Three of them have crossbows. All right. Well, I guess uh, let's see what I can do here. So Jessup will. Actually, I apologize. They're, uh, according to their stat blocks, they're all longbows, but their image is definitely a crossbow, so it's a little confusing, but I guess they're all longbows. You know, you could just make it whatever you want. Yeah, but there's a whole action economy difference between the two, and technically their feats are built towards a longbow, not a crossbow, so. So Jessup will run up uh, 30 feet behind Orin, and uh, he will look up at Kira and be like, oh gosh, I hope you know what you're doing. And he will use one of his charges on his new cloak, Long Shadow. And he will use it to cast Displacement on Kirin using Reach. And I'm within 30 feet. Ooh. Ooh. Fancy. Keep him alive and not instantly dead. What did he, wait, what did he cast? Displacement. On who? Kirin. I, I kind of made it sound like I ran up to Orin. I was to do something cool to him, but I just ran up yeah. to him. Hi, new friend. Here, Kieran. Hi. You got channels. You'll be all right. <laughs> You'll live forever. Okay. Yeah, so you run up and you cast that on him. That is your turn. Brings us to the blue guy. So the forest soldier. In these no. guys. Okay. He is going to... Who's he going to take a shot at? Run away! Um, so the forest soldier is going to take one shot at Kieran. He was who he was shooting at before. Alright, one shot. That is a 19. That will miss. Okay. And then he is going to free action, drop the longbow, and pull out a battle axe. And five instead. You're out of mirror images, aren't you, Karen? That is correct. Yeah. Would displacement go off before mirror image or vice versa? That's a good question. Yeah, I'm not. 100% <laughs> sure. Well, I guess I, not that it matters, but I, only because if like you attack and let's say you rolled, you got a twenty. Let's say it still missed Kieran, but was in five of mirror image. Would you have to roll displacement to see if you missed even to hit an image, or would it? Yeah, I, I would let it stack like that, except that it sounds broken. But I yeah, that's that. a bit much. Or would I it be think. whatever spells cast last? So mirror image would go first, and displacement. The mental image, though, is that Kieran has eight or however many images, and each image is like shifting with fifty percent. So, see, that's the thing. I yep. don't think that <laughs> yep. each image gets displacement. I think it's only the real you that gets displacement. Aww. So in that case, it undoes mirror image because you can tell based on the one that's fuzzy, which is that the would real be one. funny. More spell over Jessup. So that's Blue's turn. We'll come down to Green, which is right next to Gideon. He is also going to 
drop his bow, pull out a battle axe, and he'll take one swing at you. Let's see what he can do. I mean, I don't think he can hit unless he rolls a natural 20. Let's say 21 to hit. <laughs> no. And then he's going to five foot step here. That brings us to Kieran. Okay, Kieran is going to free action uh, grow his claws. Okay. And he's going to move to be right up next to Ka'al. And he's going to reach back with a claw, but before he swipes out, he'll say, doesn't have to go down like this. Doesn't have to end like this. No amount of money is worth this. And he'll pause for like half a second and study his face to see if he made any difference. He just kind of grins at you at the for the moment. He'll all respond right. in his turn, but for now he's just going to grin. I will whack him because he's being all, right. all snarky. Now don't forget, we're all Make hasted and inspired courage is on. Yeah. Okay. So one attack with my claws. Kill him. Twenty six. Twenty six. Instantly kills. That will hit your target. Okay. So damage is nine points of damage. Okay. Nine points of damage. All right. That's your turn? Yep, that's my turn. I still have my glaive in my hand, but I do have my other hand as a claw. Okay. All right. That brings us to the blue sharpshooter who's over here going to five step up and let's see so these guys have favorite enemy human I think they have favorite enemy dwarves but they have favorite enemy human which is better uh, that one is closest to well no green is close to Kieran so blue is going to take a shot at Jessup who's casting spells over there oh how does he know to roll spellcraft I could have just speak gibberish Oh, he doesn't. Know, he might not know what you cast, but he knows you cast something. I'm gonna roll bluff on the GM. That's a 28 bluff, Jason. Yeah, I think you're rolling like a pretty, pretty like I don't know, strict ruling that they know what magic looks like. I mean, just because it's a fantasy universe and everyone's probably seen magic once doesn't yeah. mean that they know yeah. what spellcasting. And the guy like. runs up, starts waving his hands, swifts his cloak, and then says a magic word, and all of a sudden the dwarf starts vibrating. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, that's not magic at the all. The dwarf that... starts vibrating. He didn't even cast it on Orin. <laughs> for some reason, I had it in my head that he had cast it on Orin for some reason. I don't know. Because he ran up to Orin and then cast it on Kieran. Yeah. How did you How did you cast Displacement? I have my uh, cloak has two charges of reach per day up to oh. lesser, so up to level three. All right, so yeah, he's going to take his shots at Jessup. No. So he'll throw on Rapid Shot. Um, he's not within point-blank shot. So, and he's not going to do deadly aim yet. He doesn't know how hard you are to hit. So, three attacks. First one is a natural 19, which does not crit on a longbow. Natural 19, so that's (laughs) going to hit. So that will be... So this is with favorite enemy human. Ooh, that's going to be decent damage. 14 points of damage. Second attack. This is the rapid shot. This one is much worse. 17 will miss. And the iterative, which is a little bit lower. 
24 will just barely hit, it looks like. Dealing minimum, uh, what is that, 8 points of damage on the, sec on the second hit. Brings us to the red sharpshooter down here. He is going to make a similar full attack against Gideon. He has precise shot. He is within point blank shot. So, three attacks. Favorite enemy, and then plus one from point blank is a plus five. Rapid shots, minus two. Okay, so plus three on all these. Yeah. All right. First shot. That is a 24 to hit. No, 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 no. If it starts with a two, you don't need to say it. Second will miss. Final shot. Uh, that one might have hit if it had been the non-iterative attack, but that's going to miss on the final attack shame. there. Shame, shame, shame. And he's going to step back to put a little bit of distance. Are you sure? That's yeah. Bad. I was hoping it wouldn't do that. We then come to the green sharpshooter, who's going to step over here, which is technically still within threatened range, but it's not... Well, he can step back here, I suppose. That'll work. And good enough. And he'll take three attacks against Karen. So, again, there's a plus three to all of these. So the first attack is a 24 to hit. That misses. All right. Second attack is a 26 to hit. That will hit. But he has to roll mischance because you're the one with displacement. Yes. So one to 50 will miss. Didn't I give a shield of faith to somebody? Wasn't that Jessup. Kieran? That was Jessup. One to fifty will miss. I rolled a seventy-eight. Okay. So he does hit, dealing nine points of damage. His final attack. This is the iterative. Uh, that's not going to hit. That's natural one. He is not using a gun, so he's fine. And then finally, we've got purple all the way down here. He is going to move action, his movement speed, and then take one shot at... Um, he's got two people down with Gideon, so he'll focus on the guys up here. He'll go for Jessup. One shot. I don't think that is going to do it. These guys don't have as high to hit with their, with their ranged weapon. That's only a 19, which will not hit. And that brings us to Ka'al. When do I get to go? You get to go after Ka'al. Okay. So Ka'al is going to five foot step back. Does he rethink his life choices? Nah, he just started blasting. Pew, 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 He's going to spend a grit point to quick clear as a move equivalent action. That's good. And then... As a standard action, he is going to make a single... I forgot, he misfired at the end of last session, didn't he? Yeah, displacement's going to suck, but he's going to try to do as much as he can. He's going to take a single vital strike deadly aim. Ooh, that's going to hurt if it hits. Do I provoke? Against Kieran. Uh, the attack will provoke. Okay, I will take that attack. Yeah, and kill him. I'll use my tactician, which just gives me a plus two trait bonus on this attack of opportunity. Okay, that's too cool. 
I do have that as a buff, so I will add that real quick and take one attack. A 34. That'll hit. Honor bound. 15 slashing damage. All right. So he steps back. He... And he's, you can see that he is trained in this, like his efficiency with moving this complex machine that you've, I don't know, you might, you were in the military, you might have seen a gun before, um, but. He sees two guns every day when he wakes up, Jason. Yeah, okay, <laughs> sure. But he will, he, with, with uh, dexterous hands, he reloads and, and fires this gun towards you, but before he does that, he does respond to your, uh, what you said before, and he says, you may have a point, but that is a lot of money. I think we have that amount of money. Yeah, we can just pay him <laughs> off. <laughs> just give it to him, he might leave. So he will make one attack. Uh, that is a 31 against your touch. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Now My touch is a 14. The displacement... So 1 to 50 is a miss. That is a 90. Ouch. That'll hit. Oh, uh, gosh. What is the damage on this? Okay. So he he is point blank shot, so that's plus 1. Deadly aim, so that's another plus 8. Don't get to roll d12s too much. Okay. That's a cocked die. It was better as a cocked die. Uh, that is 24 points of damage. Ow! That is Ka'al's turn. We now move to Gideon. Finally, some murder! I'm gonna I'm gonna hit the one right in front of me with a full attack, and if I kill him in the first one, then I'll move my body. Okay. I would be impressed if you did enough to kill it in the first one. You don't know what I can do. You might be able to do it on a crit. Well, there's some low rolls. Yeah, some of those are oh not great rolls. Gosh. The 19 will miss your target. The 20 will miss your target. The 30, though, will hit your target. Yeah! Woohoo! Was it your iterative that hit? Oh. No, that was my hasted attack that hit. Gotcha. I was going to say. It's always funny when you're your lowest to hit, but that's not your No, it's hit. not only not only that, but it rolled absolute minimum damage. I rolled a one on my D eight and a one on my D six. And thanks to that, he's still up. <laughs> yeah. Um, Feel feeling great. Do you want to five foot step or are you good? Oh, I want to have five foot cry. Okay. Brings us to Orin. I'm gonna cast a spell and move. I'm gonna cast a spell. <laughs> I cast a thing of bull strength. Ooh. On myself. I forgot that Oren was the the first person to do the I'm getting out of here. And then I'm gonna move my thirty five feet, but I haven't picked where. I don't know if I should go help I should probably go help Kieran. I think Kieran's the one in trouble. Yep. Mm, so I'm gonna move here. Brings us to the bottom of the round we have Soldier Red. It's going to five foot step up, and I'm going to roll a die to see if he attacks Kieran or Jessup. So, or or we'll uh, no, he's going to go for Kieran or Jessup. Actually, no, Kieran is displaced. So, is, yeah, Orin or Jessup. Yeah. But no, this guy doesn't have precise shots. So, no, Kieran or Jessup. <laughs> ah, Kieran's in melee with me. Ah, oh, darn. Yeah, Orin's going to smack him. 
Yeah. So one, two, three, Kieran, four, five, six, Jessup. It's a four. So that'll be a Jessup. He'll make his attack. Uh that might hit twenty-three. That's an exact hit, right? Yep. Fifteen plus eight. Yep, twenty-three. Uh his damage is not as good as the other ones, but five points of damage. Nice. And he five foot stepped to do that, I think. So he is going to free action, drop it, and then pull out a battle axe as well. So blue and red both have de- battle axes. Top of round three, we're back to Jessup. Oh no! Oh, uh, what to do? Come in, Gideon! <laughs> <laughs> Split the party! We'll live forever. I'm, I'm yes. fine. We got a healer with each group, we'll be fine. It'll be fine! I'm, I'm gonna basically live forever. That's my goal. Yeah, I can't hit him unless I roll a natural 20. <laughs> <laughs> so who who now has dropped, or now who has a, a battle or non-range weapon in melee, I guess? Red and blue have melee weapons. Everyone else has, I think, no, red, blue, I think green did as well. So red, blue, and green of this token have melee weapons. So, yeah, um... It's not what I wanted to do, but I will uh, cast Displacement on myself. How dare you. And then I will run up to here. Alright. Alright guys, I got your back! And uh, he will um, use another round of Bard Performance. Alright, that brings us to Blue, who has a melee weapon. He will charge. He'll take one attack with his battle axe. Uh, that is going to miss the natural two. Comes to green, who's down here. He is going to... Oh, goodness. Not a whole lot that he can do. He's going to five-foot step and make one attack. Yeah, see what happens. Might as well go for the natural 20, who knows? Nope, uh, that'll miss. And that brings us to Kieran. Kieran is going to full round attack with his glaive, I believe. So... First two attacks, I have a 21 and a natural one, so I'm guessing both of those will miss. Those will both miss. And then my hasted attack is a 21. That will Good also job, miss. Good job, Kieran. Thanks for playing today. Good job. If you want, I think you... Yeah, okay, you're doing it. Yeah, I'm going to five-foot step up following that. Are you going to make any attacks? Oh, I guess I could. <laughs> yeah. With my you can bite make one one claw and bite, I think, but they yeah. they would both be at a minus five because you used them with the. This I I don't know if I have it programmed to take that into account. So this will just be a minus five. So on the bite, I guess I could click the iterative. It would be the same thing. So I'll click the iterative. So the bite is going to be a seventeen, and the claw is going to be a twenty-two. Twenty-two will miss. Good grief. Five attacks and I can't hit at all. You rolled... Eh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not well. Not well. That will bring us to Blue Sharpshooter, who is going to step up, and the only one that he has a really good shot on is Dwarf. So he'll start shooting at the Dwarf. Um, the Blue Sharpshooter. He does have favorite enemy Dwarf, but it is only a plus two. He's not within point-blank shot. He'll do rapid shot, so we'll just... It'll just cancel out the bonuses and penalties. So, so three attacks. Okay, first attack is a... 18's probably gonna miss. Yeah, it misses. 
Second attack. Ooh, that's a natural 19 for a 31. Yes, that hits. Okay, so the 31 will hit dealing... Wow, six points of damage, minimum. Uh. And then his iterative... Uh, we'll see. No, that's, that's definitely going to miss. So that's his turn. Sharpshooter Red, who's down here against the human who has a super high AC. He's going to step a little bit back. So point blank shot. He's not going to rapid shot or deadly aim. He wants to have as high a to hit as possible. So plus five to all of these with favorite enemy. Uh, but only two attacks because he's not rapid shotting. So first attack. That'll do it. That's a, well, 32. That will not do it. Nice. Uh, his iterative will have to be a natural 20 then. Uh, nope. So he will both, both of those will miss. Thank you, Jessup, for that haste. You're welcome. Brings us to the green sharpshooter who's going to step back and he'll do three attacks against the the dwarf. Yeah, that displacement's super annoying. <laughs> he's gonna do it at he's gonna do it at the dwarf. He'll see how hard the dwarf is to hit. He'll Okay, he's going to rapid shot. He's not gonna deadly aim. He's gonna do the first attack against the dwarf. If that misses, he'll switch to Jessup. That sounds complicated. Just do all three on me. So against the dwarf, point blank shot, this is plus three. It's only a twenty it's a low 20s, 23 to hit. No. Okay, so next two will be against Jessup. And there's a natural 18. 30. Oh, this is against humans. 32 to hit. Roll displacement. Yeah, so 1 to 50 will miss. I rolled an 89. You're going to start rolling those in chat. Hacks! Hacks! I can if you want me to. Um... Not minimum, but almost minimum is 10 points that of damage. That still hurts. Is that right? No, he did not deadly aim. Sorry about that. Uh, eight points of damage. Hurts a little less. Uh, that was his second attack, and he did rapid shot, so he gets one more attack. But uh, I think he has to roll a higher than that, so that'll miss. And finally, well, not finally, of of my, my block of Iron Fang people here, we've got Purple, who uh, he's just going to... he is the only one with a ranged weapon out still. So he's going to move... Actually, yeah, he has... He's... I don't know what's just happening there, but he's going to move up here. That's a weird movement. <laughs> yeah. I One attack against Jessup. Ooh, that might... 20... What's this guy's to hit? 26 to hit. But he is displacement. Uh, that's, that's a 10, not a 100. It's a 10. I thought it was a 100 because it was a 0 on one and a 10 on the other, but you have to have the double zeros to be a 100, so 10 will miss with the displacement. Brings us back to Ka'al, who will... Oh boy, Ka'al, what you gonna do? What you gonna do, buddy? I guess we'll just step back in full attack. He's gonna 5-foot step back... Well, he's gonna 5-foot step back here. In his experience, your glaive has been more damaging than your claws or bite. He hasn't gotten hit by your bite. But. So he's going to take the risk of your melee stuff rather than your reach weapon. And he's gonna full attack. Okay. My bite is a 30. Oh, that'll hit. And it does 12 points of damage. Uh, add another 5 from my discordant voice, please. 5 sonic damage? 
That's right. It's going to bypass any DR they might have. Okay. He is going to deadly aim, point blank shot, rapid shot. So first is a 24 against your touch. That'll hit. Okay. I'll do the displacement here. 70. Oh my gosh, my heart just stopped. I thought that was the damage. <laughs> no. You're in, oh in, my in dead. That's oh. not a crit. Just 70. That was, <laughs> I was just like, guys, we gotta get out of here. That was the right blinks okay. next turn. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the damage is 25 points of damage. Second attack. That is a 28 against touch. Displacement is a 42, so that will miss. Oh, thank goodness. Third attack. So this one is... Okay. Uh, ooh. Oh. Oh. This could be fun. Uh, that's a natural 20. And, I mean, it's his second iterative, but it's against touch, so he's likely to confirm. Breath of life. <laughs> you might need to cue that up. Honestly. Five you might need to cue that damage. Plus one point per caster level. <laughs> I don't know what your touch is, but let me just make sure that this is the correct one before you tell me. I see you put something in the chat. I'm not looking at it yet. All right, you're afraid you're going to cheat? Just a 16 against touch. Yeah, that's... Yep, that's going to hit. <sighs> Displacement. Displacement. All right. It's a crit. I'll do this one in the chat. Just why not? You have to roll on Displacement for the confirm, too? That's so crazy. No, just... Just for the attack. Well, okay. I think you do have to do it for the confirm, but I'll I'll just do this. I don't know. I'll we'll we'll see if this even hits. So one to fifty is a miss. Fifty-one to hundred is a hit. Seventy-eight. <sighs> I do believe that you have to do it on the confirmation as well. Because I think I looked this up before and stuff like true strike affects confirmation rolls. I think everything affects confirmation rolls because they're another attack roll. So we'll do it again. If this one misses concealment, the attack still hits. It just won't be a crit. 96. Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. So that is a confirmed critical. It had to go through about four different hoops, but we got there. That's pretty crazy. Let's hope you got that breath of life ready, because... I'm reading the text right now. Yeah, I'm sure this is going to drop me. This is going to be a lot. I was looking up some rules and directions for displacement and confirming crits. Number one look up is displacement and mirror images. (laughs) (laughs) This is not a vital strike, though, correct? Because he's shooting me multiple times. But the the D12s were not in your favor. Oh, and I deadly aimed this, too. Oh my gosh. Let me make sure that I did that correctly. Turns out he has disintegrate bullets which just <laughs> at zero. You just poof into dust. <laughs> so it's a times four critical. So that was four D12. And on the die, I rolled 30. And then his modifier is quadrupled. And with deadly aim and point blank shot, his modifier is... 16. So that is 94. Oh gosh. Is that I mean, correct? Honestly, I don't even know if Breath of Life will bring me back it from won't. this. It won't. Depending <laughs> on where you're at, it won't. Would you say 94? I believe that is correct. 
I think Breath oh. of Life just has to bring you back to... Oh yeah, I don't even have to keep as a secret. Kieran is utterly, like, just destroyed. This spell cures 5d8 points of damage plus one point per caster level. Unlike other spells, the heal damage Breath of Life can bring recently slain creatures back to life. If cast upon a creature that has died within one round, apply the healing from this spell to the creature. If the healed creature's hit point total is at a negative amount less than its constitution score, it comes back to life and stabilizes at its new hit point total. If the creature's hit point total is at a negative amount equal to or greater than its constitution score, the creature remains dead. Creatures brought back to life through Breath of Life gain a temporary negative level that lasts for one day. So it's it's there's a chance. So, so you're saying there's a chance. You don't know how negative Kieran is. Yeah. But you watch as this second bullet, Ka'al takes his musket and kind of like lines it up right on him. And you can see his eyes going back and forth as he's following this displacement. And then just at this one moment where the images begin to swap back into one, he takes a shot and a bullet straight between the eyes puts Kieran, Kieran down. I can heal it! <laughs> there is no question that he has just died. And he has two more attacks. Is that correct? He has two more One more attack. That was you his third two. attack. You, that was your... Yeah. yeah you got... Yeah. yeah you, hold up there, Cowboy. Hold up attack. there. One Get more it. attack. You got, on. you got one more attack. <laughs> See, now you're seeing the issues with the gunslinger. It's ridiculous. Yeah, the gunslinger's not a great... They can't miss... Unless no. they misfire. And they roll so much damage. However, this this one, even against touch, it's only a really low modifier. Dude, only min-maxers would ever play a gunslinger. Yeah, only min-maxer DMs even. <laughs> what do you say about me, guys? <laughs> <laughs> Oren, does a 13 hit your touch? Uh, my touch? Your touch. Uh, I'm not sure. Hang on. Does I the don't bullet know touch, touch you? The bullet does not touch me. Uh, them deflection bonuses. Fourteen is my oh, touch. Oh, wow, that was close. Yeah. yeah so this bullet, he he immediately switches and shoots at you, but you you feel this invisible barrier kind of shift the bullet just enough that it just grazes your cheek and flies on by. Oh boy, that is his turn. That brings us to Gideon. Ooh. Gideon, you hear a heck of a lot of noise coming from the other side. Just like, bang, 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 bang. <laughs> I'm trying to see if there's anything useful I can do. Death is a condition, right? Uh... <laughs> Not for the purposes that you're alluding to. <laughs> okay. This is bad. This is not, not great. Okay. Okay. Okay, we're just gonna we're just gonna try to do what we can do. It's not gonna matter. He's just gonna push off of this stupid green guy and uh, rush all the way across that side of the battlefield uh, with a double move uh, to uh, get a withdraw or a double move. I I guess I could withdraw. There's no reason not to. So what is your exact path? Because there's people in between. So I want to make sure you. Can you get there without provoking from anybody, or are you going yeah. to provoke from somebody? No, I can get there without provoking anybody. Uh, you can check and make sure my path looks good. Because you should have 120 movement available, right? Yeah. Yeah, so, you can get there. You're good. I'm fine. So you double move all the way into melee, 
because you feel that your armor will help you so much. He doesn't know any better. He really doesn't, and that's unfortunate. (laughs) I'm not a filthy metagamer, okay? I'm just role-playing my character. He saw Kidian... Kidian. He saw Kirian's head blow up. Um, He shouts no and is in his deadly juggernaut, just rushes over there as quick as he can in the blink of an eye. That brings us to Orin. It might come down to a roll here. I don't... I depends on what Kieran was at. I don't even know if he can bring him back with Breath of Life. Go ahead and roll me a heal check. Okay. Twelve. Well, <laughs> he doesn't know. Just do it. Just do it. Just do it. You uh, never know. All right, you know, yeah. funny image, cry. though, is like Breath of Life is like the AED in fantasy. <laughs> if it works, it's just like... <laughs> Like a shock to the heart. <laughs> he just and takes that... his warhammer and smashes him on the chest. Smashes <laughs> him on the chest. That's how he revives him. I do. I do want you to describe this be- breath of life in as much dwarven flavor as you can. If you bring them back, if not, you could just pretend. <laughs> I don't to have that it's prepared. A kiss, just like Snow White. Yeah. Kids. <laughs> no, 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 no. Kieran will stay dead. Thank you very much. No, I like to imagine that your beard like animates and the whiskers just kind of like tickle their mouth. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah, oh, electricity no. comes through his beard and, and like shocks the person back to life. Beautiful. That's how it works. I like it. <laughs> Kieran does respect the electricity though. Um, so yeah, we're gonna get. We'll give it a try here, Jason. We'll try Breath of Life and see what 5D8 happens. Five D eight plus eleven. Please be enough. We we want a big roll here, man. We don't want. We don't want I'll no. Say, I GM rolled it to myself, and I rolled enough. We need not your low gamer rolls, Justin. You need to use all your luck you got left, buddy. Uh, he rolled better than I did. Pretty average, yeah. Yeah. 31 points of healing to Kieran, and as per Breath of Life, applying the healing to the spell within one round, it's been within one round, if its hit point total is at a negative amount less than its constitution score, it comes back to life and stabilizes. Kieran, what were you at? So the moment you hit Kieran with this spell, he goes, (gasps) and his eyes flash Uh. open, and he's at one hit point. Oh, oh no! 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 Oh my god! No! Go, go, die! Die again! Go back down! Easily! Kieran! Our orange sees him wake back up and still super wounded and punch me in the face. Gideon, Gideon kicks him in the side. <laughs> Stay down! He tries to get up and he's attacked of opportunity by both Gideon and Warren. <laughs> Sadly, the displacement ran out when he went unconscious, so now he's defenseless on the ground. <laughs> on the ground. Yeah. Oh, oh boy. No. Okay. That's Don't so like that. bad. That's that's your standard. Do you have anything you can do with a move action? I don't think so. I can't a, a channel's a move action, right? I don't think so. I'm I pretty sure it's a, not. I wonder if there's anything that can make it a move action. That would be pretty cool that if would you could. Be a but little I, overpowered, I think. That feels like something that should become a move action. Because then you could do it twice in a turn then, right? I'm going to look up if there's a thing called Swift Channel. Quick Channel. Ooh, there you go. What's that you do? May expend, you may channel energy as a move action by expending two daily uses. Oh, yeah. Oh. That's, just, that's pretty balanced. That's Knowledge, pretty balanced. religion, five ranks, yeah. and channel energy class. Yeah, so yeah, for a feat cool. and two uses, you can do it as a move action. 
That's cool. But that's exactly like you said, though, Brandon. You could do two channels desperately quick, but it would be it would cost you a resource as well. Okay, that'll be it. Brings us to Red, uh, who they... obviously has to shoot the guy on the ground. Not <laughs> the guy on the ground. Yeah, I think that makes sense. That makes Actually, sense. He has a melee weapon, so he's going to charge at <laughs> the guy who just like <laughs> cheetah ran past him. Yeah, not knowing that he's impossible to hit. Absolutely impossible. Oh, just an FYI, guys. I only prepared one use of breath of life. It's just okay. Me. I'm not gonna die. That is a natural 19. You might. With the charge bonus for a 31. <laughs> I get wrecked. <laughs> I'm telling you, they gotta roll a 20. <laughs> Top of round four. I was tired of your troops, Jason. Well, will you be tired of my gunslingers? Oh, yeah. Soon enough. Yeah. Yeah. Soon. You're up. Oh, no. The gunslinger is dealing out some crazy stuff over there. Jessup turns around to see everybody rush over to Kieran and leave him alone. Be like, all right, all right guys, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll hold the line here. Jessup will five foot step back in total defense. <laughs> As they all move around him. <laughs> he takes a defensive stance. They all look at him and is like, you've got displacement. I'm not even going to... No. I'm not going to shoot at you. No. <laughs> that brings the force soldier... B for blue. Oh, gosh. He's going to step up and, well, you're total defense, so you can't take an attack opportunity. So he's actually going to move action, go here. Oh, we're going to slap him? And he's going to ready an action. Brings us to green, who is all the way down in nowhere. He's going to get somewhere closer as a full round. Kieran, it's your, your turn. Yay! <laughs> You are prone on the ground. Yeah. Conscious, but you have dropped your glaive. Yeah. You can attack from prone. Yeah. Oh, dear. <laughs> you could also stand up. This is a pickle. Well, why'd you have to come back at one? Why couldn't you still be a zero? The gunslinger can't make an attack of opportunity with a ranged weapon, so you'll be fine. So these other yahoos, red and blue, they have swords? Uh, they have battle axes. Red could make an attack of opportunity on you if you stood up. Blue could not. Ooh. It's not ideal. You do still have displacement, though, don't you? Or that no. does go away with your no, die. I think no, you do. No, I, I, oh, I thought I, it was gone. Was, no, that's not how it works. I, it was a joke. The spell effects, spell effects don't end when you go unconscious. They end at the end of their duration. Oh. 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 Okay. So you're still hasted, and so you could make a full attack. You could make your claw claw bite bite from prone you just take penalties that would be foolish though who would do that what depends a cool character you don't know what the <laughs> ac of these forest dudes are they might be a lot easier to hit <laughs> next thing you know karen just dimension doors away and has never seen from again i think he's going to cast defensively all right. Probably. So that is a concentration check. Yep. DC 15 plus double the spell level, whatever yep. the spell level is. And I have combat casting, so that's a plus four. Okay. Is that included, or are you adding that afterwards? I don't believe that's included. I'll check my... Yeah, no, it is not included in this, so... Okay. I have a note, but I can add it afterward. I'm trying to cast a second level spell, so DC 19. Correct. Okay, so I have to roll. I'm not even going to say it because I'll end up rolling it. So plus four 
20. <laughs> Go so close I there. just get off another mirror, mirror image spell. Ah, uh, you stinker. I think this is 1d4 plus 3, so max image is a 7. You stinker. Okay. Huge! And I'm going to stay right where I'm at. Because I looked it up, and you can crawl five feet as a move action, but I don't want to attack opportunity, so I will stay where I'm at. On the ground? Right. I'm on the ground. Yeah. Brings to Sharpshooter B. It's going to step up and full attack. Jessup, first attack. I'm I'm right in front of him. Blue can't see you. Oh, blue. I thought you were yeah, talking over here. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. He goes after my dozen of enemies. Gotcha. Uh, so he only rolled a... I don't think this is going to hit you because your AC is higher than... Oh, but these guys have favored enemy. Let me... Okay. Blue, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. He's not within point blank shot. But he is rapid shot. So 12 minus 2 would be plus 10 favorite enemy is plus four so that's 14 he rolled a 10 on the die so that's a 24 not with total defensing my friend oh I <laughs> nice nice I forgot about total defense <laughs> don't, don't tell him. him don't make don't. him angry don't provoke the GM Sarah's like I just watched my character die second attack is a 26 which will miss third attack is a even better roll, but it's the iterative, so that's gonna miss. Red. Sharpshooter red. Oh gosh, he's just gonna double move. These guys have 20 feet. Okay. He's gonna double move. It's gonna take some turns to get up there. Uh, Sharpshooter green. Uh, He'll go for the dwarf. He's been going for the dwarf, hasn't he? I think he's... Well, he'll go for the dwarf now if he hasn't been. He should melee him. No, the sharpshooters are way better at range. Uh, but that's gonna miss. I think, yeah, that's gonna miss. That might, let me see, so 13 plus 12 is 25, Plunk Plunk Shot is 26, Favorite Enemy is 28, minus Rapid Shot is 26. No! Just barely misses. 27. Ah. Ah, nuts. Did I say rapid shot? I didn't mean that. I didn't do that. I only just took three attacks for no reason. That was his first attack. uh, Second attack. Was that his first attack? I don't know. I don't remember. No, you missed the first one. That was the second one. And then he rolled a natural one. So that's going to miss. That brings us to Soldier Purple, who's going to charge at Jessup. So he's now flanking. So he's going to make his flanking charge attack, and then Blue is going to take his readied action attack. So, uh, because you have, this might not hit even with all that. So 14 plus 10 is 24 plus 2 for charge is 26 plus flanking is 28, which I think just misses. And then the readied action guy, uh, natural 3 is going to miss as well. So they both miss. I shall not falter, guys. (laughs) That's that's right, Chesso. But that brings us to the fun part. Mm -mm, No, gobbledygook. Nope. Mm -mm. Where's the fun? He loses a turn. He is going to... He's got to reload at some point. Man, Gideon is going to see what it feels like to actually get hit for once. Oh, yeah. He's been reloading reloading on every shot. Really? That's like... That seems like a little fantasy. Is that even real life? The fun thing is that at 11th level, Gunslingers get lightning reload, which means that 
as long as they have a grit point, they can reload as a free action if they have rapid reload and alchemical cartridges, and they don't provoke an attack of opportunity for doing that, so. That sounds like cheating. It kind of is, but, you know, that's how the game works. Interesting. He is going to... Uh, I want it to make some room here, but... He's going to see how this works. He's going to try to move, and then he's going to vital strike Gideon once he gets over there, but that will provoke from you guys. Oh, I'm going to try to kill him. So you can all attempt a attack of opportunity. 27 will hit. Nice. Just the first Ooh. one. Just the first Ooh. one. So Gideon rolled a 27, which does hit his AC of 26. Wow. Dealing nice. 20 points of damage. Orin got a 37, dealing 15 points of damage. And then we got a six and a three on Jessup's discordant voice. Yeah. I almost got max damage. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. My max Chip. damage is 16. And Kieran's claws will miss. He's still up. Kaal moves over there, and you see that he is bleeding profusely because he took way more damage than I thought he was going to take <laughs> by doing that maneuver. Because you guys are rolling Rocks. max damage over there. Yeah. Um, so he is going to instead... As he runs, he's going to pull out a little vial, and his standard action, instead of the vital strike, will be to drink his potion, and he disappears. <gasps> you coward! Oh, no, you know! That's the worst! He looks back at you and he says, You know what? You might be right. Maybe this was a bit of a uh, low reward after all. Scatter, boys! That'll be his turn. Gideon, it is your turn. I cast Sea Invisibility. Okay. That will provoke. <laughs> I don't actually have, have that spell. Is there any way I can see someone who's invisible? There's gotta be... It's gotta be something, right? No. Uh, you could attempt to attack a square. Yeah, I'm not gonna do that. Wait, what do Eyes of the Eagle do? Do they help? They give you a perception bonus, which doesn't really do anything. I'll let you make a perception versus his stealth with invisibility. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Can you be a plus 44 stealth roll? Mm, let's just not deal with that. We'll go ahead and start an invocation of healing. That'll affect all the enemies too, right? No. <laughs> yeah. So everyone except the enemies will get fast healing three. And uh, Let's go ahead and, uh, yeah, let's do it to it. We're going to hit you with that cure critical wounds, Kieran. That will provoke. Five foot step. Okay. Actually, uh, yeah, who cares if it provokes? Let's do what I want. Yeah, I was going to say, it's not like he's going to hit you anyways. Yeah, it's, 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 Natural one's not going to do it, so. Yeah. Okay, cure critical. That does a, th oh gosh, 38. Yep, 48 plus 11, fast healing three. Oh my gosh, who needed a cleric? Get out the of here. Just cure Critical did more than the Breath of Life did. Listen, the Breath of Life did what it yeah. needed to do, so yeah. let's not knock yeah. the Breath of yeah. Life, okay? Not preparing that spell ever again. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 no. I just pictured Jessup hitting Cure with this place. We're like, ah, see, he'll live forever and they'll be hit. Oh, I was entirely misjudged. <laughs> What is that? What does that do to your psyche, though? To have your he head blown to bits and then reconstructed—that can't know, be good, right? right? That's gotta be... <laughs> <laughs> he just talks in haiku for like the next twenty-four hours. Yeah, that can't—that can't be good for your mental. <laughs> no matter no matter how you slice it or blow it up. So, that is Gideon's <laughs> turn. That's all I can do, man. 
Brings us to Orin. So I have a question. If Orin assumes that the goblin is in the same space that he occupied, could he cast Dispel Magic? You can cast Dispel Magic on an area. And just assume, like, I'll call invisibility, but assuming that he's in the same square that he was in when he drank the potion. So you can't do a targeted Dispel because you're not targeting... Because uh, that's a object, creature, or spell. You can also use targeted dispel this affecting the target one in an area such as Wall of Fire. Oh, do you still have to see it to do that? I think so. That's why I'm questioning it, because I think you still have to be able to see it. Yeah, it looks like you might have to see it. Yeah. Because it is a targeted spell. Which kind of sucks, because you can't dispel invisibility then. It's not until you get Dispel Magic Greater that you can. Yeah, Dispel Magic Greater, you can do it on just an actual area, a 20-foot burst. Oh, okay. Yeah. Makes sense. That's a much higher level spell, though. Yeah. Oh, I guess we can try and kill one of these boys here. You could always try to cast an area effect where you think he might be. Oh, you, you mean like one. a damage spell? I don't yeah, know if like I if you have a fireball. <laughs> I'm a cleric with fireball. I think the only one you might have that I can think of is flame strike, but I don't know if you would have prepared that. I did not prepare that. Yeah. No, you can just kill one of these dudes then. Yep, I guess I'll just try and murder one of these guys. Yeah, nothing like a little bit of murder. Five foot step and swing it blue! It's kind of like vengeance here, though. Uh, hey -ya! Hey -ya! 35 and 31. And <laughs> almost max damage again. That'll do it. Uh... So both of those will hit blue for a total of 30 damage. Justin, do you, um, did you roll for your haste attack? I did not. And there's the haste attack. 37 will um, hit. And then add another Jason 9 Sonic to that, please. Okay, so... <laughs> he's still up. TLDR, he's not what? dead? What? what? <laughs> so you dealt a total of 48 points of damage. Uh, 15, 39, yeah, that's what 48, I say. Don't, yeah. Don't you dare say 50, I'll punch you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll drive to your house, man. Uh, he, has, he has six hit points left. Oh my uh, god. Curse just yeah. looks in the background and his goggles proc. Huh, what the what they're doing over there? <laughs> I don't know why he sounds like Jessup, but sure, whatever. <laughs> but uh, that is definitely a frightening amount of damage to him. Um, and that brings us from Oren to for soldier red who is fighting gideon seeing how hurt his boss was who just went invisible and then said scatter he's gonna stay where he is seeing that everybody has mirror images and displacement and that there's some crazy high level magic healing going on oh he's gonna withdraw full withdraw he's running oh they're full of the draws, 40 feet. How cute. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm gonna kill him! I'm, act I'm actually gonna kill him! <laughs> Get murdered. <laughs> that means to Jessup. <laughs> That's one move action for a lot of us. <laughs> They're all in armor. They have slow movement. <laughs> and they stand full withdrawal and they go, You're gonna die! Wait, high level is fun. Wait I just picture it. him like looking like, I'm gonna get away as far as I can. <laughs> and he gets like 40 feet. Uh, I just see the anime where like they just... 
they just he like looks behind his shoulder and the dude like already like teleports right behind him he's like oh no so Jessup is gonna delay alright that brings us to Forest Soldier Green he had been running up to join the melee he will now run back where he was <laughs> JK and Kieran it is your turn you are on the ground but you're not threatened by anybody now you should have pretty good hit points, right? Well, yeah. I'll live forever. I'll live forever. Yeah, you can stand up now. Yeah, but then I can't do anything. <laughs> the guy purposefully uncloaks knowing he's going to die just to shoot Kieran again. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, you could stand up and move action pick up your glaive, or you could stand up five foot step and make a claw attack. Or a bite attack. Ooh, yeah. finish yeah. the blue. Finish oh, the blue. against the blue guy? I kind yeah. of was going to try to... Go after the square where we last saw the dude, but uh, you well, could attempt yeah. that. You wouldn't be able to attack. Oh, area of effect. Doing a, you could try that. I was going to try my line attack. Yeah, as long as it goes through that square. Like, yeah, so I was going to try to still like crawl on the ground. You got to cast from the ground. My move action to crawl five feet to be. Why not at... stand in five foot step? Oh, I guess I could do that. Yeah, you could do that. Yeah. Alright, I guess that's probably the smarter oh. thing. Actually. <laughs> no, no, I like the imagery of you I crawling. Do, I do actually like the image of him crawling because the the mental image that I have is that yes, the breath of life brought him back and like healed his head wound, but I just imagine his face is splattered with blood. Because oh, yeah. oh. Like the, the breath of life isn't gonna just clean up his face, so he's got blood like dripping in his eyes, and he probably can't see super well. He's going to. Did not... you cast fastidiousness today? I did not. No. Um, oh. Ooh, so huh? he's going dude. to actually five foot crawl to be next to Gideon, and then okay. I'm going to shoot a line attack. Which square are you targeting? Also, did you put in your negative level? No, I did not. I don't know if that affects anything, but you do have a negative level. I okay. think it affects caster level, so it would be one less d, one less die, because I think it does affect caster. Level. I like the idea though that you're also not entirely conscious yet. Like you're, you you're just should be acting confused. on impulse. Yeah. yeah, you're just acting on impulse as your like uh, brain tissue is just reconnecting. He started. He opened his eyes, and there was light, and he saw his grandfather reaching down his hand. And the next thing, you know, he comes back alive. He's like, no, grandfather. No! Morbidon! <laughs> no! no. no. Right. It's much more visceral. Welcome back to life! Yes, it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> We're not done with you yet! Alright, I am targeting the... So, I'm gonna start the line here and just go straight back here. So, like, can you see if I do this? Yes, that's what so I this. want. That's what I'm doing. Okay. Yeah. Um, Doing a lightning bolt? Yeah. Lightning bolt! Lightning bolt! Ooh, nice. Ooh. Ooh. So it's a DC 17 reflex save for 45 full. Well, yep, for 45 full electricity or 22. Is it is that the correct damage die? Or do you lose a damage die because you're down a level? I don't know. I put in energy drain. It may be one less. That should work then, right? We'll just drop the nat one. We'll just drop the nat one. Fine. So if we drop the last three, so it would be plus eight would make it 44, minus three, 41. So it would be 41 damage or 20 damage. If it hits him, I don't know where he's at. 
so you cast this lightning bolt uh, in a straight line behind Gideon there. And for a moment, you don't hear anything because he's invisible. Even if he were to die, you wouldn't know until the spell runs out. But you don't hear any shouting. And then like a couple seconds later, you hear a voice saying, like, my goodness, if you would please not cast such dangerous magic so close to me again, that would be nice. That was like five feet away from me. Yeah, is he in the square? I'm not oh. telling you what square I'm in. <laughs> yeah, I think he... <laughs> I'm gonna roll perception. He moved, drank a potion, and moved again? No, that's not possible. That's suspicious. I just, I think I just changed his layer. I don't think I moved him to a different square. Well, then he... Well, okay. I'm pretty sure he's. that's the correct Next square he was he's up in. here. He was in the straight line from Oren. Oh, no, I mean, I did the straight line from Gideon, so that makes sense why I missed. That makes sense why he missed, because he was in a straight line from Orin. He was right here. Kieran didn't know. He just heard the voice coming, so he's just shooting it in a place that he thinks is near where he's at. So That's true. Kieran would not know, because he was dead. Yeah, he was dying. He was awake he during was that He was conscious, part. so he, yeah. he woke but up to But was he all up. there? Probably not, so we can rule that. Okay. That is Kieran's turn. Uh, Jessup can go. Okay. Jessup, you can go. Jessup will attempt... He will t- attempt a diplomacy check. No, an acrobatics. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, to get over, I guess. There we go. Yeah, so I'm trying to get there. Well, we'll see. So okay. I have to roll. And I forget what the DC is because I'm going through two or one. It's square. their CMD. Okay. And I will roll a nat one for a 13. So I'll stay right there. Yeah. Oh, well, no, you still move. Because you're not you're not going through his square, they just they still get their attacks. So the first one, uh, you're no longer total defensing, but they are no longer so they're still flanking. Correct. But that's still only a twenty-two, which I don't think hits. That just still misses. Yep. And the other guy, that one is a twenty-seven. Yep, that hits. So with his battle axe, you take ten points of damage. Uh, Eleven points of damage. A roll displacement. Oh, that's true. That's true. That is true, and that is a 51. Okay, so how much do I take again? <laughs> 11 points of damage. I thought it was a 15, but no, it's a 51. Yes. But yeah, you you get over there. Jessup will move over, and he'll kind of look at Kieran and be like, Kieran, you can do this! And then he will cast a spell. All right. Heroic finale on Kieran, so Kieran could do another standard move action. Okay, you have a bardic performance in effect to cast a spell. With a flourish, you immediately end it, and one creature within range. Affected by your bardic performance can make a move action or a standard action of their choice. So uh, Jess will kind of say, he's right in here! I guess he'll kind of say, he's like he's like 10 feet away from the corner of the house! Huh. I believe, I don't know. I, I think he was here, I can tell you. You have a standard action. Kieran? Yuck. I don't know, that's not what I was going to do with that, but... I mean, you can do whatever you want. She just move. He, he just move actions. <laughs> he stands up. That's what he does. Right, right. <laughs> oh, I feel oh, so much thanks, better Jessup. off the ground. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think he's probably going to... He's going to stay prone for now. And I guess... So, Jessup said all of that stuff to him, like he's ten feet from the yeah, house? Yeah, Jessup basically directed you to s- saying that he's, like, just above where you thought he was, sort of. Okay, um, I guess he will <laughs> five foot crawl to be there. You get a standard or a move action. You oh, don't... that's true. 
like you can you can you can shoot a line in that direction but yeah can i don't I? I can't yeah i'm pretty sure well, yeah, it, no, counts, yeah, it counts by threes it can right okay then i will do just has to be an accurate pattern I will do... I think you can even zag it by twos if you want, technically. Can you not? I mean, you can do it by any any consistent repeating pattern you could do, pretty much. Right, like it can't be two, then three, then two, then three. Yeah, it has you to you be... can't arbitrarily change the line, but it has to be a it has to be a linear progression of some sort. Okay, that makes sense. He is going to pull a... Well, that's... Uh, sorry, I was going to do that as a flavor, but... I won't. I'll just lightning bolt again. <laughs> I'm sorry. Roll sir. your lightning bolt. You're well, I was cool. gonna, I was gonna use a component, which I don't actually need to use components, but it's gonna be flavor. But then it would be like, oh no, you can't do that because you only get a mover standard. So I'll just lightning bolt. So again, this one will be minus two, minus one, so thirty nine regular or nineteen half. All right, I'll roll his save in the chat. Why not? So 1d20 plus his reflex of 14. Oof. That is a 32 reflex save. So what is the damage he takes? 19 electricity. Okay. You hear him kind of yell out in pain as this crackling energy courses through him. And you do hear a whisper in response. He says, I'll give you one thing. That was a nice shot. And he dies? You don't know. We don't know. He's still invisible. How long does a potion of invisibility last? One three minute. Minutes. Three minutes. Three minutes? Oh, three right. minutes. We're going to hang out for three minutes after combat's over. So, Jessup went right after Kieran, so we'll move you. So now we'll go on to the other, other Iron Fang guys. Here's the sharpshooter. He's going to double move. Red is going to... The red sharpshooter, he's all the way down here. He's going to double move... Uh, green sharpshooter, he's gonna double move. Purple is going to... <laughs> good luck with that. He's gonna double move. And blue is gonna withdraw all the way over here. And that brings us to... Gideon. Wait, not my turn? I don't get a turn? You, you, you had just, two turns, you greedy! Just went, <laughs> you just went twice. <laughs> <It's more than laughs> oh, does Jessup go Yeah, because I, I delayed. Right. Okay, I'm sorry. I was confused because I was used to going after Jessup, so I got confused. <laughs> what? What? What's the matter? What, what, what are you talking about? Um, <laughs> are you really gonna run and try and smack the square Nikki's head? Yeah, what? What are, you, what are you talking about? Just zigzagging <laughs> back and forth, trying to hit something. <laughs> that's, that's correct. I believe I can do that and a standard. I, I, I didn't do anything against the rules, boss. No, that's I fine. Mean, I'm pretty <laughs> yeah, and if I t if I feel like I touch him, he's gonna stop moving and, and take a big old whack. Okay. Fifty percent concealment. Yeah, so that's that's what I do. Okay, you make that whole movement. Where do you end up? Over there. Okay. Yeah, you don't run into anything. I don't trip over anything on the ground either? You do not. I must have taken off. Okay. Because you don't trip over things that are dead. Do you want me to give you a behind the scenes? I'll give it to you later. I'll give you after, 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 after You want me to give it to you? No, I won't. Okay. Well, while we're at it, then, I might as well just um, bone shaker this guy. Okay. Before <laughs> <laughs> did you say... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's got a pretty good fortitude save. 
Uh, that's an 18. <laughs> so that passes. So you take half damage, and I don't get to move you. So red takes 13 damage. Okay. I think he that's right. Hit yet, so. Um, a successful halves the damage and negates the movement, which is a shame, because I could just whip him all the way back, which would have been really funny. It would have been hilarious. <laughs> it would have been so good. Okay. Brings us to Oren. I think I can re- reach him if I go yeah, there. Yeah, you're hasted. You could charge at it. Well, actually, you could single I'd move hit him. Single move hit him, yeah. Hey, or you can charge. It's up to you. No, no, I don't need to charge. We're good. Okay, make your attack. Kill, kill, kill. Unless you don't want to attack, you just want to stick with him. See where 36? He goes. 36 will hit. Can you do the damage? Yes. 12 points of damage. He drops to the negatives. That's my turn. Brings us to red. Who's gonna double move all the way over here? Top of the round, we got four soldier green. Where is he? He's gonna double move all the way down to the edge of the map. Karen, you're up. Uh, I don't think, um... Oh, actually, purple might be in range. Let me measure... Oh, he's not. Well, nope, I take that back. Oh, man, no. Actually, I think he's not. <laughs> Make a decision! Are you trying... What's he's your... 50 what's... feet away. So, yeah. a close-range spell, I think, is 45 feet for me. Uh, your caster level, so it'd be 25 plus 20, so 45 feet. 45. So, am I 45 feet away from him now? Yep, yeah. looks like okay. it. All right, I'm going to shocking, nope, scorching ray. Shocking, <laughs> shocking ray. grasp um, ray him. So this doesn't actually roll twice, so I can roll it again to roll for the second ray. Right. So the second ray is, so the first ray is a 30 against touch. His touch AC is 13. The second ray is a 28 against touch. So... So I'm using the first damage and the second damage? Yeah, the first damage and the second damage, and then the second attack roll. Oh, good. So I'm using the the lower damage of either of those castings? That's true. Yeah. Oh, is that how you were doing it? I was just going to take it off the first one, but that, whatever. It's however you want to do it. It's just that's the way we're going to do it from now on, however you want it to do. Well, no, I mean, take the damage from the first block, and then I'll just, I don't know if I can tell it to roll twice, but... So take the the 30 and the 28 to hit, and then the 11 and the 18. Okay. So 29 damage against... This was purple? Correct. Okay. So that brings him to... Okay. He's still up. He hadn't been hit yet. Uh, But those definitely didn't feel great. That's your turn? That's my turn. Okay. Brings us to Jessup. Jessup. All right. So Jessup's performance is lingering. Uh, It would have ended with that spell... Oh, no, you're still lingering even though it ended. Yeah, yeah. I gotcha, I gotcha. And he'll kind of walk over. I don't know how it actually works, but he'll run over to Kieran and um, try to help Kieran off the ground. And You need to keep calling. Stop calling around. Stand up, my boy. I don't know if it's an aid action or how it works, but he will try to pick Kieran up. Okay, I'll let you use your action to kind of pick him up. That's fine. Doesn't matter. Doesn't bother me. (laughs) Ain't bother me none. Don't, don't, don't mind me. Um, <laughs> Flavor 7 strength roll. Okay. Well, luckily, luckily, he doesn't wear a lot of armor, so... Okay. That brings us back to all of the dudes. So, Sharpshooter Blue, he gets off the map. Uh, Sharpshooter Red, where the heck are you? You get off the map. Sharpshooter Green, you get off the map. For a soldier, Purple. 
he'll get off the map in another two turns. Uh, that brings us to yada yada yada. Let me roll some die here. I didn't mean to roll that for you guys to see it. So, Gideon, it be your turn. You can still see you only have line of sight on one of them currently. Only on this guy, yeah. Yeah. You did Bone Shaker, but he did not go down. Yeah, that's fine. He can get away. It's fine. Okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna grab a pile of sticks. Are, these are a pile of sticks right here. Sure. I don't yeah, know we, where you're going with this, but sure, you can have a stick. No, no, like a bunch of them. I want like a yeah. whole pile. I got a whole uh-huh. pile of sticks. I'm uh-huh. just gonna throw them out over there okay. and see if any float. <laughs> you throw a bunch of sticks out there, and they all kind of lay on the ground. Ah, no. And they form a disturbing divination sig- signal saying, you shall die. No, just kidding. Okay, um, so that was probably a move action and then move action. So it was just, you know, like five fifth step. Okay. Oren, I'll delete the guy who's dead next to you. You have line of sight on. You're not going to get away! And he'll charge at the purple guy. Oren's or- okay. full of vengeance in his heart. Holy cow. A lot of hatred for hobgoblins. I was, I was going to let him go, honestly. I was like, that's fine. Nope. Whatever. Won't do it. See if he can do enough damage to him. 28 will hit. 10. 10 is not enough to put him down. Brings us to red. He gets can off Can he the escape map. yet? He cannot escape yet. He cannot, no. Nice. <laughs> Forest Soldier Green, he gets off the map. Kieran, you're up. Anything you want to do? So Kieran sees that Jessup's trying to help him up, and he's just going to kind of shake his head, and he'll say... No, no, thanks, Jessup. I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little dizzy. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay down here. Plus, I think it's harder for them to hit me if I'm on the ground. So, just give me a moment. And I don't think there's anything else he can do. Okay. So I'll just, that'll be my turn. All right, Jessup. Jessup will grapple him with a CMV to pick him up. Okay. <laughs> 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 Screw you, you do it. Yeah, I'm gonna pick him up. <laughs> I, I just want to flavor roll it. I, I won't, but it'd be hilarious. I don't I don't I don't think I a twelve is gonna definitely beat the nah. CMD. Um Jessup will kinda of be like, oh, okay then. So Jessup kinda of sees them all scattering. He's not really gonna to do too much, he's just gonna kinda of stay near Kieran. Um He will ready a heal spell. I'll just say cure mod wounds, so if an enemy gets near Kieran or I within range, he will um Kieran up. Heal the enemy? Yeah, Yeah, that's exactly it. Come here, guys, for heals! Okay. That brings us to all of the enemies. So, for simplicity's sake, obviously, this one gets to almost the border, but Orin, you would have a chance. I'll just... Gideon, is there anything else you want to do on your turn? Uh, Is it all the way back to me? Yeah. I'm just going to move up here, and I'm going to cast Purify Body on uh, Kieran. Just to get him feeling good. See, so a purified body restores 3d8 plus 11 hit points. Yeah, let me roll that. And real also quick. removes blinded, dazzled, deafened, nauseated, paralyzed, sickened, any ab- ability, physical ability scores. So you're just kind of trying to purge him of his death. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. Purge him of death. I think there were two rounds of your healing invocation that I think I missed. Yeah, that's probably about right. Oh, I must have missed that too. You're too far away to benefit from them, but these two are so close. That's probably why I didn't hear it too far away. Oh, is that a touch spell? Which one? Purified body? Yeah, I think you may actually have to... And... 
Maybe you had to do this with Breath of, Breath of Life too, but I have displacement, so technically I'm 50% miss. That is true. I don't think Breath aren't, of Life would have, but you would have to do it for this one. Even though he's an ally? Yeah. Yeah, because he's still displaced. Okay. Oh, Breath of Life is actually a touch spell. Don't, no, no backsies. More members no backsies. Of the future. It's already done. <laughs> we'll just roll it and see what happens. No, I, I don't yeah. want to stay 50%, dead, please. 50%, roll it. Yeah, just roll it. Yeah. Yay! No, 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 no. It doesn't count. It was a long time ago. I get my spell so, back. So, uh, Kira's yeah, dead. Yeah, we have to retcon. It's been too much time. I didn't even I didn't even think to consider displacement in that situation. And I didn't say because I thought displacement went away. I didn't realize it stays on No, him. no. I, yeah, well, I'll have, to, you I'll have to remember that. That's gonna that's gonna have to be a, a rules question though. Maybe take that to the subreddit and see what people say. I'm 100 certain that you would have to. I just forgot that he had it. It's, it's one of the mirror images. Instead. We all weekend at Bernie's. Pick up Kieran's body, make him cast his spells. And... Yeah. After after rolling my 50 percent miss chance, according to the James Jacob, I did look it up. I've now got to roll if I hit a mirror image or not. Yeah. A one on a d8 will get get Kieran. <laughs> okay. So you hit an image, but would that even would that wouldn't expend the spell, would it? No, it's not an attack. It's not an attack. Right. So it's not an attack. It just hits it. It doesn't do anything to the image. That's what I'm saying. Like on a on most touch spells, you can hold the charge if you don't hit anything. But if you hit an image, does the image count as expending the charge? Like if you shocking grasp an image, do you still get shocking grasp? Oh, in that case. Uh, maybe I wouldn't even cast this spell, <laughs> but that's fine. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll figure it out later. But we'll, yeah, no, I think you're right, though. I think you would technically. Well, no, because you have to touch. To, I don't know, man. That's yeah, really nuanced. Anyways, Oren, it would be up to you. You can try to see if you can do enough to put this guy down before. Well, if you plan on chasing him until you put him down, you can catch him every round he runs. So what so, I was thinking was, is I might get up and just do inflict critical wounds. Yeah, you can do that too. That's what I'm going to do. That would provoke. That's fine. I think he's the only one that still had a range weapon. We could though. cast it Go and ahead. then rock up and touch him with it. Yeah, let's just do that. Yeah, so... How many is that? I don't it. remember. I think it's he gets a will save. 4d8 plus 11. Cure... I mean, inflict critical, you said? Yes. Yeah, that's 4d8 plus 11. Uh, and he rolled an 11 on his save, so that's going to fail. 29 points of damage. He had 15, so he's at minus 14. Oh, gosh, these guys' cons are good. I would have had to really hit him with my Warhammer to actually put him down. He is down game. now, but their their con is not... <laughs> we got two guys! Well, I <laughs> smash his face with the Warhammer. Okay. So you managed to kill two of these bounty hunter groups uh, members, but the rest of them scatter in all different directions and run off out of sight, and the battle is over. I'll let you see behind the scenes. Ka'al had 19 hit points, and assuming that whatever you told me was correct, you said it would be 19 damage on a successful save. Yes. So he was at zero when he said that was a good shot. So when he moved, did he pass out? 
No, you only pass out if you take a standard action. You can move a single move action without passing out. Oh. So he did a single move action, and you guys didn't know where he went. And yep. then he took a potion, and then he... Yep. Yeah. Yep. And then he scooby-dooed out of there. So you were extraordinarily <sighs> close. Yeah. So he'll never he'll never darken our door again. That's frustrating. He'll just pop out when, when uh, we're in another boss fight. Be like, oh, howdy, guys. <laughs> right. Howdy, guys. Time to get my bounty. <laughs> we're we're, we're going to be in the middle of fighting like a dragon. I'm like, oh, <laughs> hey, this is the opportunity I've been looking for. <laughs> I reckon I'll be collecting a bounty for each of your heads. You know, this is way easier letting a dragon do the work for me. Should have thought of that from the beginning. Bang! Bullet goes off. Bang! <laughs> 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 oh, so. This is tragic you are left alone seemingly in this uh, now presumably abandoned military encampment what would you guys like to do kieran starts laughing as he's on the ground and he says i i remember one time back during our training we had to stand up in a line and we had to get hit with acid splash right in the eyes this was worse than that that felt pretty awful, but, you know, I I don't really know what happened, but my goodness, when I came back, that hurt. And uh, I feel like Gideon looks down. I think he's stepping in some of Kirian's old brain matter. Like, I don't know exactly what I exactly... I like, restore what, brain matter when I do brain Yeah, matter. like, what recongealed here? <laughs> let me see. Let me see if I can... Did he grow new brain? Yeah, Kieran actually gained some points in intelligence from that. Yes, yes. <laughs> That's exactly how it works. He does see, though, that his glaive is on the ground, and he immediately, like, stands up, probably too quickly, and sways for a bit, but then he, like, rushes over and he grabs his glaive and then kind of takes a, a sigh of relief and will put it back on his back in the like the holster that he has. As Kieran wavers, Jessup will try to help him up, but between the displacement and all the images, he misses. He doesn't know who's helping. <laughs> Orin will do a channel. Alright, this might make you feel better. And he'll give him a channel. I definitely think that scarred your uh, your pretty boy face, though, for sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. At least. Is there any additional to the 66, Jason, or is it just a flat D66? It is just a flat, I believe. Okay. I believe you are correct. I just, it's been so long. And I lied. Ka'al's standing behind you the whole time, so he gets healed too. <laughs> no, he doesn't, because I have selective channeling. Yeah, but you don't know to target him. I know to just target my allies. Ha ah, ah. ah. 22 points. Not okay, a great but he heals 22 well, points. Actually, I take that back. That's pretty good. That's pretty consistent. Five, one, five, Four, one, five. five. <laughs> yeah, I'm full, man. I'm full. I am not. I don't think Kieran is either. Yeah, Mr. 33 AC over here barely got hit. <laughs> yeah, no, honestly, I don't know what the big deal is. He was going to take a vital strike, deadly aim, point blank shot, but then things <laughs> Attacks went. of opportunities yeah. went the way I was really have. hoping, actually, that that was going to happen, though, because I had something cool, but that just didn't happen. So, I mean, do you guys want another channel? I mean, I've got five. No, no, no. Let me, uh, let, let me uh, use some here. You've been fantastic. Uh, what was your name, Dwarf? Uh, Orin. Pleasure, Orin. I don't think all of us would have made it through that without you. Yeah, thanks. I thought uh, Kieran was... Well, you know. Thanks. Right, it very much was. He was a goner. Was it really that bad? Aye. 
You you died. <laughs> what really? Like dead? Well, uh, yeah, you were. Any kind of points? You were here, and some well, some mean, of you was over there and over here. How do you really know, though? Did you check my pulse? I mean, for me, it was it was so fast. I didn't I didn't get any sort of vision. You know, like they they say when you die, you see some sort of vision. I got nothing. It just it literally was like all the other times when you get knocked out and then you get brought back. I mean, it hurt a lot. Don't get me wrong, but I didn't feel like I died. I do feel kind of gross right now, though, and he'll cast fastidiousness. You know, maybe we can spare you the details, but uh, yeah, we, we we were pretty sure. We were pretty sure. We're pretty positive. Um, Kieran, would you look at the floor? Well, <laughs> makes sense. There's we're slashing hobgoblins all over the place, though. So. Yeah, that's that's not hobgoblin. That's that's just you. That's no different than any other fight we've had. You know, I bleed a lot. I don't wear armor, so it makes sense. I think you guys are exaggerating. No, listen, I'm not discounting what you did for me. I really appreciate that, but I think you're being just a bit dramatic. It's it's fine. I I do feel a little shaky from it. I don't know what you did, but I, I don't feel quite all there. But it's fine, you know? Just just kind of shrugs it off. Alrighty, oh, I guess. Kieran. <laughs> but maybe it's um maybe it's fine, Kieran. Maybe we're all maybe all three of us are overreacting and you're the one who remembers correctly. Well, listen, I think I know what I feel, so... No doubt here. Well, you should definitely do a prayer to Torog at some point. He, he's he's the one that brought you back, for sure. Right, well, I'll keep that in mind. I think he and Abadar are on pretty good terms. Well, speaking of, uh, Orin, it really does seem that we've won some of the gods' favor for such a powerful cleric of Torag to cross paths with us. Yeah, it was like meant to be. I do all right. I would like to point out, we're not using this rule set. But you would be permanently dead? If this had been a massive damage, if, if we were using massive damage, that was definitely more than 50 hit points and definitely more than half your hit points. So I think it's a fortitude save of something or instant death. But I mean, you died anyways, but... But yeah, I know you would you would instantly die. It was funny if we were using the the wounds chart, which I like the idea of, but I really dislike how it's implemented. It's a D twenty roll. You like a fortitude save, or you get a D twenty roll for a permanent wound, and you roll a D twenty to see what kind of wound it is. And so I just kind of I just kind of said that it was a headshot, but according to the die that I rolled, it was an eighteen. So on the chart, you would have lost your leg. <laughs> That's a little rude. You've been legless. Legless? <laughs> <laughs> what what, what, what happened? If it was the, the head, though, Jace, if, if you really you don't did choose, it's like you roll yeah, a d20 yeah. and that well, tells what, you what, what, it is. what happens if it's your head. I don't think there is one for a head. It's just, it would probably just be like a major scar, which is like a minus one con or something like that. And Orin can only cast out to six level spells? Yeah. Rats. It's harder than what you can cast, isn't it? Can't do regeneration, you mean? Regenerate a seventh level. Oh, spell. yeah, no. I would have been stuck lesser. with a bum leg for a long time. We might have leveled from this combat. You never know. So, after this combat, I'll, I'll re reiterate what you see when you came, come here. So, a handful of hastily built wooden buildings stand abandoned amid a sea of tent poles and tattered canvas hanging listlessly in the wet air. Hard trodden earth and dozens of fireplaces 
speak to an army of hundreds, perhaps thousands, having recently occupied this eerily quiet military camp. Black stones piled higher than a tree fill a circle at the camp's center. And now that you have time, if you were to look around, with the threat of the bounty hunters gone, it takes only a couple minutes of searching, and you would be able to find what you believe to be Kosaruk's command center in this location. And if you go inside and you look around the command center, you would find uh, maps of the hollow hills that would detail all of the forces that you encountered prior to and during the attack on Long Shadow, like all the various camps that you were at. And you would also find a neatly tied stack of war correspondence sitting on an oversized desk. Reading through all of these documents would likely take several hours, but they might reveal a great deal of information depending on their contents. Uh, but other than that, this place seems to be thoroughly abandoned. Well, I don't know about you guys, but I think this is a perfect spot for us to rest for the night, right? Aye. It's kind of why we came here, for a, a place to rest. Sure. Sure, we can rest our head. Guess we better get the uh, other crew over there, over here. I take a snooze. But I got too much time left. Yep, you've got maybe 20 minutes left. That fog's gonna start rolling in soon, so we better hurry up and hunker down. So Orn, go back and get Navi and the group of people. So you go get Navi and her caravan, and just as you guys return to the encampment, the fog has begun to go through basically the rows or the quote-unquote streets of this encampment, and the fog is already here. And you all go into the command center. It's plenty large enough for all of you and you are able to rest for the night if you'd like. There's enough people in the caravan plus yourselves that keeping watch you could have like two people awake at any given time without any issue so you don't have to worry about like who's taking watch when. There's plenty of people that would be in this this building. Is there anything that you want to do before resting or are you going to pretty much go go straight to, to bed and handle things in the morning. I think actually Kieran would probably volunteer for the first watch. Okay. Gideon's probably going to end up staying a little bit too late. He wants to go through those documents right away. Uh, I will say this might not change anything. You're free to do that. You would know that in the next morning, you'll have to wait several hours for the fog to the sun to basically burn out the fog before you can thoroughly explore the valley. That's fine. He can sleep extra a couple hours. Okay, so you want to read now, and then you'll just sleep at a yeah. different time. Okay. All right. Uh, Jessup, Warren, anything you want to... I'll tuck it out. These old bones are tired. Okay. So you guys all go into the main command center. You set up your watches, and you pay close attention to make sure that the bounty hunters don't return. Though you feel that you've dealt a fairly heavy blow, they probably won't be back anytime soon. Uh, you don't know if they have means of healing, but they definitely took a bit of a beating, some of them. So, nothing seems to happen through the night. It's fairly quiet. Kieran actually wants to do something, just once you're ready. Yeah, go for it. Okay, so, like I said, Kieran will volunteer for the first watch, and he'll stay awake well, I mean, he'll stay awake for the whole time, but he'll be watching to see if everyone else falls asleep. And 
once he's fairly certain that everyone's sleeping, he will get up and walk maybe, I don't know, 35, 40 feet away. And he stares up at the the sky. Can he see, like, stars? Can he see the sky? We're in the open, right? Not under the trees in the forest so, anymore. I mean, it's foggy. Yeah. Yeah, you would be pretty much engulfed okay. in the fog still. Okay. So you're looking up. You might be able to see, like, the very faintest hint of the brightest stars. But okay. you wouldn't be able to see much. That's fine. It's fine. He's going to take off his ring, which is the ring of protection, and he holds it up and he just kind of rolls it over and over in his fingers and he'll say out loud, Ricegar, it's been a long time since I've spoken to you. I, I don't know what to say. I died today, I guess. That's what they tell me. I can't say I was expecting that. But I guess you probably weren't expecting it either. And you didn't have someone to bring you back like I did. Not gonna lie, it scared me. But I don't want to let them know that. Well, I miss you. I know it's been a long time, but I hope you're doing well wherever you are. And I hope that you continue to watch over me as I continue down this path wherever it leads. And he'll kind of just trail on a little bit and continue making paces around the camp. He's just a little unsettled from what happened, even though he played it off like it was a bit of a joke. I think it's really deeply unsettling him in his mind. So I think that's why he volunteered for the first watch was because his mind is trying to process everything that happened. And I don't think that he would have been able to fall asleep very easily. But after a while, he will eventually wake up the next person for their watch, and he will lay down, and he'll just continue to play with the ring in his hand. And he traces his fingers over the, the sigil that's carved, not carved, that's emblazoned on this ring, and then eventually he'll fall asleep. Okay. Unfortunately, on your way back, you hear a southern accent coming from the fog. No. Ma, ma, ma. Out here Fancy by you alone. seeing you out here already. I guess I'll settle for 15,000 alone and take just <laughs> one of you back. Yeah, so you make it back to your post and you continue through the rest of the watches. You don't hear anything nearby. You do hear distant kind of screeches Probably from drakes that we had heard are in the valley. Drakes or maybe rocks, some large creatures in the distance kind of echoing down the valley. But nothing nearby, really. And eventually, the next morning comes, and Gideon, as you were reading, I'll give you the information that you learned, and then then you'll probably go to go to sleep during the last watch, probably. So reading through this stack of papers reveals the following five pieces of information. Number one, you learn that General Azerci rules the Iron Fang Legion with an iron fist, but much of the day-to-day -day operations are left to her commanders. Kralos commands military operations. Torgrith 
directs the Legion's special forces, such as scouts and spies. High Priest Aslo sees to the Legion's spiritual needs, casts divinations, and sees their army of and oversees their army of faithful. A fourth advisor, Xanathura, works outside of the command structure and seems greatly disliked by all except Azersi herself. So that is the first bit of information you learn. Second piece of information. General Azersi has been consolidating her power for two years, ever since meeting the witch Xanathura in the Valley of Aloy and learning from her how to open the stone road and maneuver her troops unseen. It's the second piece of information. Third piece of information. Several letters speak to a place called the Onyx Citadel as a central location from which the Legion launches its attacks, but nothing mentions its location. So it's the third piece of information. Fourth piece of information. Feindar, now Fort Feindar, continues to consume huge amounts of resources and appears to have a well-supplied garrison defending it from any possible counterattack. Fourth piece of information. And the final piece of information you learn from this war correspondence. Xanathura's Morlock servants dwell in a series of caverns below the collapsed dwarven ruins at the far end of the Valley of Aloy. That is all of the information that you learn from this correspondence. Hey, so fun fact in the future. I have a spell called Invisibility Purge. Probably would have come in handy. Did you did you prepare it? No, I didn't have enough of my third level spells prepared because I read through the list the other day when I was trying to get Orin's sheet together, and I was like, ah, there's not a ton of them there that I need. It'll be fine. I'm going back through them real quick because I need to flesh them out a little bit. And I'm like, oh, invisibility purge. You surround yourself with a sphere of power with a radius of five feet per caster level that negates all forms of invisibility. Anything invisible comes visible while in the area. That's fun. Yeah. So just so you're aware, since the cleric gets so many spells, you can track that on paper if you'd prefer. Yeah. Because putting all of them in the sheet would slow everything down. So you can put like sure. the big ones in there. That's that's cool. But any like situational stuff, you can just like write it down and be like, I'm going to prepare this today. And I'll, unless I feel like there's something wildly metagamey, I probably won't question you. Okay. But like if there's a situation where there's so many. And I'm like, I'm just looking at him and I'm like, oh, that's a neat, super helpful spell. Invisibility Spurge. And don't forget, if I'm not mistaken, you can leave a couple of slots open, too. Yes, you can leave a quarter of your slots unfilled. Yeah. And then you can fill them later on in the day by spending 15 minutes. So you don't have to fill all of your slots at the beginning of the day. You'll have your token few, and then your situational ones. You'll get to kind of do even more of what Aiden did when he had some small spell casting. It's kind of fun. I like prepared casters a lot. Yeah, like I said, I, I probably won't question you unless there's a situation where it's like, oh, this creature is going to try to destroy this book, and you're like, I cast Book Ward. And I'm just <laughs> like, you prepared Book Ward? <laughs> that seems unlikely. <laughs> I feel like I don't know if that's true. <laughs> can i roll uh some knowledges on that onks capital that seems a little esoteric but maybe maybe there's some kind of there's a zero percent chance zero percent gideon yeah. would know would about we it. um 
know potentially of any of the names of the commanders? The only one who might know is Kieran because he was in the military, but... Witch. Can I roll just on the class? Like, is that a legitimate witch? Is that a knowledge religion? Uh... I mean, you can roll on a what a witch is, but you don't know if that is a reference to her being a witch or... You right. know that hobgoblins see arcane magic as other enough quote elf magic as like they're highly superstitious. So they might it could be for all you know, any sort of arcane caster and they would probably call her a witch, which might also indicate why she's disliked. And the stone road is just, yeah, confusing. Yeah, I was going to say, would Orin know anything about the stone road? Orin would not know anything about the stone road. However, the rest of you would because um, the runes on the Onyx Tower that you destroyed mention that. Uh, if you recall, they say it's like glory and honor to uh, Skyseeker Kragadan who opened the stone road to us with the key. That's a summary, but it's something like that. So the tower mentioned the stone road, but that's the only reference that you would have of it. Gotcha. Interesting. Is, is there anything that you would like to do while you're waiting for the fog to clear, or are you guys probably going to be hanging out until you have a clear line of sight to make your way to the end of the valley? If Gideon wakes up near the end of it, um, even though he stayed up a little bit, he'll just kind of go over what he read and what he learned and kind of give the uh, the brief summary, the you know, the spark notes. It's kind of like we've got a big boss, a big baddie, and we've got like four other baddies that we should maybe think about dispatching. The order is difficult to determine. Probably Xanathora at least, right? You would think, but I think that he is particularly concerned about Targreeth and what they oversee uh, as far as scouts and spies go. It's not as important if we are going underground to take care of Xanathura. That'll at least stop their advancement. That one's the most important, for sure. I mean, it's kind of hard to stop their advancement when they can magically just create towers. How greatly disliked is the Xanathura seem? Like, how strong is the uh, descent between the ranks? The only sense the Udia is just seems greatly disliked by all, except for Azersi herself. And, I mean, you can piece together, you can theorize as you'd wish. It's likely partly due to being some kind of arcane caster by the seams of it. Works outside of the command structure could be part of it, maybe, because hobgoblins are very rigid and organized. There's a number of things it could be. I don't think there'd be enough information for you to be like, to get a great deal of info about how disliked... No, and it doesn't even seem, from those things, though, they seem superficial, not like the sort of thing that could produce legitimate uh, infighting or factions to arise within the Legion. Well, I mean, we know that there was some, um, I forget the one, the Minotaur's name there that we killed, Kosarok, um, the leader there, the orc leader that uh, had the different beasts, uh, Earthshaker and all those, made a nasty comment about her, so potentially maybe Xanathur is not even half-orc or something. You know, it's kind of like probably only the pure half-orcs think the half-orcs are the best, but Xerxes might appreciate others for their merits. Yeah, Jessup's not really going to do too much. Probably just chit-chat with Orin a bit, just about him, history, more more about Feindar, probably the fall of Feindar, too. For no particular reason, does um, Navi have a uh, diamond worth about 5,000 gold pieces? 
I don't think so, because her stock is limited to that of a small town. She doesn't have one of those laying around somewhere? No. No no particular reason why. She comes from the Darklands. I'm sure they are all over the place. They have diamonds all over the ground. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, basically a large mine. It's like the mines of Moria. It's like with Mithril. It's just all over the place. How about about this? How about we give it to a roll? Okay. But it's going to be a low percentage. I say we find some coal, and then Kieran can crush it and pressure it with his abs into a diamond. I don't know how you do that with your abs. Well, I mean, you add a lot of pressure to it. You do a crunch. You do a crunch yeah. with it in your ab. Oh, how foolish of me. I... <laughs> your brain matter, let me tell you. <laughs> I'll give you two options. I'll let you either roll a d100, and she will have one if you roll a 1 to a 10, or you can roll a d20, and she'll have it if you roll a 19 or 20. Okay, so either 1 to 10. Same percentage, just a different die. Well, the twenty, you just hope for your national twenty luck to rain. Yeah, I say do the hundred. Yeah, I don't know. I have pretty good luck with my d twenties. Uh, he does have pretty good luck with twenties. He does have pretty good luck. Ha! Wow! Get her! Oh, what? Hey! Oh, wow! <laughs> <laughs> rolls a d twenty and he rolls a nineteen. Classic, Justin. Um, Roll a d hundred. Yeah, what would you have rolled on a d twenty? hundred. Just like you're. What you want for the hundred? Was it? Uh... Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. So you would have failed on the hundred. See, when 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 Je- when Josh said like he's pretty good with D twenties, I'm like, you know, he's not wrong. I do get <laughs> yeah. some really nice rolls on my D twenty. <laughs> that is ridiculous. So yeah, you can purchase one from her if you'd like five thousand gold. Uh, Orin will go to the the rest of the group and he'll be like, uh, I, I hate to ask, but uh, he took quite a bit of damage in the last fight. Um, it might be prudent for us to buy a a diamond. Um, I can use it to resurrect one of you if you actually die um uh, the, the little trick i used on kieran might be great but in reality we should be prepared for one of you actually dying uh fully uh so happens that navi has a diamond but i uh i'll be honest i, I don't have enough money to afford it, it it'd be about five thousand gold uh, i just don't have that as you're speaking, Kieran's already like pulling coins out of the haversack, and he's like, "Yeah, absolutely, Orin. You know, I, I completely agree. I think it's better to be safe than sorry. And in this case, I, I would say, completely appropriate. Here, five thousand. Oh, oh, fantastic. Uh, I appreciate. Hey, Kieran, don't forget to deduct my portion. I'm willing to uh, pay for literal life insurance. But what happens if Orin dies? It came from the party fund, so, you know, it's first come, first serve. Whoever dies first can have it. <laughs> if Orin dies, he just dies, I guess. Yeah, you guys are screwed if he dies. Yeah. <laughs> you keep him alive. Keep Orin alive at all costs. Uh, I'll continue to take the damage as I have been, and yeah. I'll rely on you guys just to have my backs, which you have already. O- Orin, can you um, scribe scrolls by any chance? Uh, I, I, I don't know what that is. <laughs> Maybe. If, <laughs> right? so what is no. this writing you speak of? I don't think he took scribe scrolls of feet. <laughs> if, you, uh, if you do, though, in the future, um, I have access to that spell list, so if you want death oh, yeah. as well. Yeah, we make get, a scroll. Yeah. We get a scroll of it, I can cast it. not a bad idea. Not a bad idea. It'd be a really desperate only for Orin use. Um, since yours is replenishable, but you could purchase yourself some very expensive death insurance. I like it. I like it a lot. Okay. That's all Orin wanted to do. 
I think during this morning, Kieran's also very interested in these reports and papers. So after Gideon's kind of digested them, he would also take the time to read through them and analyze them for anything that may sound familiar to him. Okay. That's how he spends his morning. Okay. So you're just reading through them again, see if you catch anything. Yep, exactly. Yeah, you you get all the same information that uh, he did. Nothing, Nothing extra special pops out. Okay. And then I think as soon as the fog clears, Kieran's suggestion would be to go check out these ruins and see if we can take out the Morlocks and find the entrance into the Darklands. Okay. Yep. So after a couple hours, the fog begins to clear away. And again, it's the last two hours of the day just before uh, nightfall, basically. But within that time, you would be able to... So you can travel... It's about 6,500 feet to get there. And I think we said that in one hour you could travel four miles? Two miles. Something like that. You could get there in one hour. So I will move you to the Dwarven Ruins map. Ooh. Spooky. Oh, we can see the whole thing. Also, Kieran is casting fastidiousness this morning. Okay. Yeah, doesn't want his own blood and visceride on him in the morning, <laughs> you know? Yeah, it really ruins the day. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. And with Breath of Life, I'm negative leveled for 24 hours, right? So I would still have this until the later part of this day. That would yeah, be you'd the have assumption, it for, yeah. like, another 40 minutes. Yeah. Oh, basically. really? That... Well, because we can only travel for two hours with no fog, and we yeah. used one of those hours of fogness already. Yeah. Fog is... Yeah, so you, you yeah. guys fought Ka'al when there was, like, 20 minutes left in the day, so... Plus, I could have cast Purify Body on you later, after, even if we had to. Um, oh, but does that do... No, 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 but that would remove all your physical ability score damage, which I don't think... what You only had one level, or did you have two? You would have negative level. He wouldn't have ability score damage. Oh, so they wouldn't have anything, so it wouldn't matter. Yeah, so... Wait, I'm sorry. Explain, explain this to me again. So we fought him with, like... You guys went into the valley with two hours left in the day. Right. You went up to Navi and whatnot, so you didn't get to the encampment to fight him until there was maybe 20 minutes left before the fog came back and nightfall reached, right? You had to spend all of today waiting for the fog to break, so you get to these ruins with like 30 minutes before the time when you would have died. that's fair. Gotcha. So, you guys make it to these ruins here, and I'll kind of paint the picture here so several stone arches rise above broken pillars and scattered tumble down uh, walls at the edge of a vast chasm icy water still pours into a central well here from a vast aqueduct that descends down the mountain and across a half mile wide crevice the only structures that seem unbothered by time are four statues of dour dwarven warriors standing sentinel under the end of the aqueduct around this well. Water thunders down into a ten-foot-wide hole carved in the stone. The aqueduct, if you recall, splits into two, but the one is crumbled and destroyed and is just dumping water straight into the crevice, but this other one goes into the ruins and actually into this well that you see in the middle of the map here. Uh, if you look around a little bit, you don't see any activity in the ruins. Uh, it seems like it's deserted and has been for maybe millennia. Is this an actual symbol? 
Or is that just flavor? Uh, so, um, go ahead and roll me a knowledge religion. You got can it. Can I eat him? You can aid, you can roll your own, whatever you guys want to do. Probably should roll your own, Jessup. You want to just aid me then? I'm going to roll my own. I can aid, yeah, I'll aid, I'll aid Jessup. Okay. Yeah, I guess before we go in, uh, Jessup would cast heightened awareness on himself. Um, I have the actual spell now, not the wand. And so that gives me a plus two. Did Gideon roll on his own, or was he aiding? I think he said he rolled his own, yeah. I have a plus 17, so he's just going to see if he Wait, knows. Wait, a plus 17? Oh, yeah. Okay, well, thanks for asking if you wanted us to aid you. Well, it doesn't hurt to have two people make the roll, in case one person rolls bad. That's what I was thinking. So you get a plus four total. Uh, yeah, it'll be plus two on top of this. Yeah, Jessup will get a plus four heightened awareness, and then your aid. Yeah. I'll also cast heightened awareness. He gave me the wand, so I'll have the wand of heightened awareness so the total brings you to a 25 heightened is in there i don't have the aid so i'm sorry it'll be a 23. Okay, 23 yep so 23 and a 27 um you're both able to recognize as you're looking around at the iconography uh you're specifically looking at these statues you can see that each of these statues is a depiction of grundinar the dwarven god of friendship and hard work go ahead and roll me another knowledge religion or spellcraft. I think while they're studying the statues, Kieran's just in awe. I think this is the first time he's really seen dwarven craftsmanship. And even though this place is in ruins, I think he's just in awe by how detailed and exquisite it is. So he's looking around while they do that. And then I'll also roll spellcraft. It's a uh, an or, not and. Yeah, one or the other. I'll roll religion. So I rolled a 28 spellcraft. 31. Joseph will roll spellcraft with advantage. I'll aid that spellcraft. So it'll be a 32. Barely. <laughs> Barely. So 28 spellcraft from Kieran, 31 knowledge religion from Gideon, and then a 30-something 30 from Jessa. 32, and why not 33? You rolled your own. Yeah, but I aided you. No, he aided spellcraft to me. Yeah, so you have a 33 spellcraft. Oh, I thought you were talking about Gideon's, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, 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 yeah. you. You get a 33. So all three of you, again, succeed, uh, DC 22. So you're looking around at, again, iconography is indicative of Grundinar. The four statues here, uh, you're actually able to identify as creatures, constructs, known as cephalophores. They're basically guardians of this area. They seem to have been carved in the image of Grundinar, and there is a small plaque honoring the dwarven god of peace and camaraderie alongside a small offering bowl in the center of the room. You can see each of these cephalophores has a small silver hammer necklace on a chain around their necks. And with the combination of your knowledge religion and your spellcraft, you're able to kind of deduce what could be going on here. You determine that any creature that takes one of the silver hammer necklaces off of the cephalophore and places it in the offering bowl, offering bowl would gain fast healing one for 24 hours or until it kills another sentient creature, whichever comes first. Though this blessing would destroy the hammer in the process. So... With your understanding of how Grundinar works, you kind of piece together that if you were to offer these hammers in the bowl, you would gain fast healing until you either killed somebody or the day was over. 
Interesting. Is it collectively the party kills somebody, or that person gets the killing blow? That person. So there's four cephalophores, therefore there are four necklaces. So each of you could put in one necklace, which would affect just you. And if just you killed somebody, the effect would end. Is it possible that if we stay here another full day, we could put the necklaces back in for the buff tomorrow? The necklaces are destroyed once they are offered. Oh, Kieran, you got mending, right? Uh, uh, make hole. <laughs> I don't think I would have allowed that exploit. <laughs> Why? They would have turned to dust in the offering and blown away in the wind. Really? Interesting, interesting, interesting. My divine wind. You know, Sarah, I'm feeling that, like, wait, is this a worthless spell? The DM just never lets do anything because it's broken? <laughs> Uh, Isn't is mending like a first level spell? It's a it's a cantrip. You're never gonna use it anyway. You're not gonna <laughs> repair an artifact with a cantrip. You don't know what I could do. I have a pretty good idea. <laughs> but you deduce that that is a a thing that could be done. Whether you decide to do it or not is up to you. You would also know as you're looking around, uh, the well that the water barrels into. Uh, the image isn't great here, but. There's not like a ladder in the well, but you can see that there are rungs that are dug into the well itself that form like a ladder going downwards. So functionally, you could climb down the well if you wanted to. Um, if you were to continue exploring deeper into the ruins and get to the edge, you would see the, the crevice at the end. Uh, I'll kind of describe what you would have seen there. So the exposed earth at the end here, descends thousands of feet down. Probably into the first, maybe the second layer of the Darklands. It goes down far beyond what you can see. After about a thousand feet, it begins to kind of slightly angle north and kind of obfuscates your uh, vision and the sunlight to the deeper regions. But it goes down so, so far, you can't even determine how deep. It then... Presumably, you could imagine it probably expands into a bunch of different other caverns. The Darklands is kind of a maze of caverns. Roll me a perception check as you might be looking over the crevice, just to see how much detail you get on some of these things. Is uh, Navi with us, or does she stick behind? She could have followed you if you wanted. It's up to you. It's up to her, I think. She's a free, independent Well, it woman. depends on what your plans are, if she would want to follow you or not. She don't need no man. Like, if you're going down here to wipe out the Morlocks, then she'll hang out with you. But if, if you're just scouting out, then she'll stay back. What was the vision like in here? In the ruins? Yeah. Daylight. There's no fog currently. You're, okay. you're good. So, so there's no ceiling or anything. It's just pure sunlight. Uh, no, no. These are just ruins. Um, also, uh, Kieran, or actually all of you, uh, I imagine you would have been doing detect magic and whatnot because that's pretty standard. Uh, yeah. You would have noticed that the stonework itself of these ruins holds the faintest glimmer of magic. It's long since faded to the point where it's not really functioning anymore, but you think that the stonework of these ruins were magically reinforced, and that might be why they have stood the test of time so well over thousands of years, perhaps. Just FYI, Jason, I do have stone cunning, so if there's any trickery in the stonework... Okay. Even if I'm not looking for it, I would get a check. Okay, I'll, I'll keep that in mind. Uh, you don't notice any, like, secret doors or anything like that. Everything's pretty exposed here. I will say that I'll give you a little bit more detail about the stonework here. So, looking at the stonework and kind of backtracing, 
your history, trying to figure out when was this made uh, and all that set stuff, you would determine that just I'll just start reading this paragraph and hopefully I skip over any important details that I don't want you to know. Uh, <laughs> the dwarves of Kragadan maintained several watch outposts in the aftermath of their quest for Sky. This would have been almost 5,000 years ago. This fortress was once one such outpost, standing guard over the Darklands entrance in the crevice that you see going down. Time has since eroded most of its former glory. Since the dwarves abandoned the site after their devastating losses during the Shining Crusade, so the Shining Crusade took place in like the 37 to 3800s, so that would have been not quite a thousand years ago, 600, 400, 600 years ago? No, that was that's nearly a thousand years ago, actually, yeah, because we're in 4717, so nearly a thousand years ago with the uh, Shining Crusades, the dwarves abandoned this after their losses, and it has since almost entirely collapsed. The Water Hall, as it was called, was once a grandiose feature of the fortress's foyer, uh, but it's now, it's stones magically reinforced to resist the erosion, the erosive power of the water, are the only part of the ruin still largely intact. So, with your stone cunning, you get a little bit more historical information about these stones. Yay! That's cool. But they're old. Very old. I've got a quick question. Orin was there at Mistholm, and I remember there being some old, 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 old stone there as well. Is there any kind of cross-comparison knowledge or things that would be triggered in his brain there? I can't remember how much detail I gave you, but I believe I might have told you that the stonework of Mistholm was like old prehistorically yeah. old yeah it was down in the near the crypt where we fought the den mother there was yeah, like a stone like, just outside that room like quite possibly thousands of years yeah. prior to the earthfall event like minimum aslanti age and there were those statues of the creatures that we like couldn't even identify because we'd never seen anything like them before probably pre-Islanti. It's it's so old that even his stone cunning just told him these are like stupid old. <laughs> so there's no relation there, but it's just another No. It was not it was not dwarven work at all. I was just trying to think cuz we haven't done a whole lot of dungeoneering and that was only the Yeah. the only major one. All the others were ranger forts which we kind of knew the history about yep. each of them. Yeah, cuz I remember when you were looking around there I was telling Sarah about it afterwards because she had mentioned how in Rune Lords it's like, oh, Aslanti stuff was so long ago, there's no way you guys would know information about it even if you studied. And I was like, listen here. <laughs> so uh, your perception checks. Uh, 19 for Orin, 24 for Gideon, 14 for Karen, 23 for Jessup. So it's not hard to spot these. As you're looking over the crevice, you would actually notice there are openings in the wall, in the side of the cliff wall that you can see from where you're at there are about a hundred feet below where you're standing there are two openings in the cliff wall that go inwards about 60 feet below them is another large opening and then 140 feet below that there are two more close together openings so there's a bunch of openings in the 
side of the cliff wall that you can see. And you're looking, and I think only Gideon and Jessup, you notice that between all of these holes in the cliff side, there appear to be uh, well-worn, like, handholds. Like, like very well-traveled um, rock climbing paths between each of these openings. However, getting to the openings would be a little bit more difficult. Uh, so basically, it would be a pretty tricky climb check to climb down this crevice unless you use these well-worn paths, in which case it's a, an easier climb check. And then, is there room to fly? Oh, there's yeah, there's room to fly if you wanted to try that. You don't currently see any activity in there. And that's where on the map? It's not on the current map. If I can, I'll move you back to the Valley of Aloy. You can see at the far back with the ruins. Oh, you can get I a better, see. Okay. So the ruins go right up to this crevice, and it's like a, a half mile wide crevice. Like this is a massive tear in the ground that goes down for thousands of feet. Where, so describe the, where are we standing? You're standing in the dwarven ruins on sort of like a semi balcony that overlooks the crevice. So you're looking straight down into that massive gaping hole. Or jumps in. Okay. So, so, so this is where we saw each of those different openings. No, that is a well that's different. The openings would be like at the edge up here on the far northern edge. You're looking at the well, which also has sort of like ladder rungs dug into the side of it. So that's another that's another place you could climb down. I think Kieran will cast fly on himself and he will fly down the well. Down the well? Okay. Yes, down the well. All right. How do I do that thing where I move only you to a map? Oh, you don't have to. If I if I get the impression that I'm going to a different map, I will <laughs> turn around and fly back up. Too late! All you see is Orin's butt as he's climbing down the ladder. <laughs> it's too late! It's not big enough to fit multiple people. So you're on the, the other map, right? Yes. I think it's just you. So you begin going down this ladder, and you fly down... How many feet are you flying down? It goes down for a ways. Are you just flying until you see something other than a wall? I think before I fly down, though, I'm going to cast Dark Vision Communal so that I can actually have an idea of what I'm seeing as I descend. Okay. Um, and I will, I'll be going slowly. And I think I may even be somewhat climbing. So I'm not actually having to make fly checks, but I have fly just in case I slip and fall. So if I take 10 climbing, I would get a 15 and... Okay, that's enough. Okay, my fly my fly spell gives me a 12. If I take 10, it's a 22. It's a base 12. Okay. So just from climbing, you're able to get down there. It takes you about a minute. Okay, that's a long uh, ways if you're, down. Because if you're moving 5 feet per action, so if you're double moving... 10 feet each round and it's 100 feet down so it would be 10 rounds so it's exactly a minute Yikes. of climbing down this ladder I should have just jumped and then feather fall at the bottom <laughs> well no because once you go down 100 feet you see this uh, if it will do it you oh. see this on the, on okay. the map alright so what happens is this this well opens up to a room and at the base of the room, it continues down. So you can kind of like um, 
swing yourself to land on the actual ground in this room. But if you were to just jump straight down, you'd go down even further. Um, oh my goodness. Okay. This is like a Dark s- Souls elevator. Sort of. Um, but yeah, you, you're kind of clinging to functionally the ceiling of this room on the last rung. And you're kind of like hanging there. So you could drop off into the room or you could go back up if you wanted. But it, it goes into what appears to be some kind of dwarven under subterranean dwarven uh, level. And I hate to retcon this, but could we have, could we say that I had cast message um, with someone up above? Well, actually all of the people up above, just so I think it's 100 feet plus 10 feet plus or per level, so I think it would have reached and I think he's hanging there and he's looking around while he's just hanging and he doesn't whisper this to them but just to himself and he's like this is incredible and he's looking around and just in complete awe of this whole architecture I think he's pretty fascinated by this dwarven architecture but then he will message back up to them uh, alright so I'm at the bottom of the well it's about maybe 100 feet down uh, I'm just hanging out here uh, there's a room below me and the well continues further down I don't know how you all are with climbing but I can either come up and we can talk about it up there or you can start making your way down oh wait wait okay I see somebody Orin is that you is that, are you? Are you is that you Hi. please don't fall please don't fall I'll be fine. Okay, so Orange climbing down right after him? Yep. Okay, so I'll describe the room, and then... Uh, so the roar of water is almost deafening in this worked stone chamber, uh, especially for you guys, because you're in the well, uh, with the water crashing down around you. A raised dais stands two feet off the floor, and the water cascades down from the shaft overhead, where you are, rushing through the 10-foot-wide circular hole in the center of the dais down further. Um, Kieran, if, if you wanted, you could jump off to the ground, and then Orin could do as so as well. Yeah, as soon as as Orin gets close enough, he will... he'll float down. So I will... you can put your token on the map there, and I will move just into this map. Just looks like getting... well, uh, what do you want to do then? Well, we, we could follow after them, though kind of curious about this level we're on now. I don't want to get separated. Split the party! Yeah, I kind of want to explore up here first. You know, always explore the floor you're on. That's what I always say. 100%. No fog of war. You know, catch my drift. That's how I but, feel. Uh, that one, I suppose. Just so you're aware, I was kind of assuming in all those checks that we did that you pretty much went all through the surface. There was nothing particularly of note. My apologies, I guess we went through everywhere. I guess down it goes. <laughs> it's, it's fairly abandoned. There's, It's been so long that there's nothing, other than what I've already told you, there's nothing... Uh, yeah, no, really it's fine. Gideon and Jessup just suffered temporary amnesia. Oh, man, you would have thought I was shot in the head. <laughs> Let's get down to you. Yeah, I just kind of assumed, because you said I was detecting magic, that we were kind of doing a wah, 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 yeah, you, you should be careful about those jokes around Kieran, I, I think, um, Jessup. <laughs> Um, what was this, then? This thingy? Uh, that's just some iconography. It's more iconography of Grundanar. It's all over the place here. Gideon, uh, how do you feel about, uh, falling? I mean, climbing down. 
Um, I don't know if I can do that. What is your climb skill if you take 10? Minus four. <laughs> Six? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you'll be fine. But, oh, wait. You will not fall, Ter. <laughs> um, I can cast effortless armor. I was going to say, if you use your effortless armor, then you could probably do it. Uh, you don't think that you'd be able to... Ma- you don't think you'd fall if you tried it as is. You just don't think you'd actually make progress. I also reduced the armor's armor check penalty by one plus one per five caster levels. So it'd be so, two. So, so yeah. still still wouldn't get you high enough to actually make the climb. So you have to have a, at least a what to be able to climb down? 15? Is it DC 15? Or? It does not look like a DC 15. But it's higher than an eight. I could just use my potion of levitate or... Well, uh, Jessup, if does he look like he can get down there with a 10? He's got 11. Yep, you think that you could probably... It would be slow progress, but you think if you're careful, you could probably do it. So Jessup looks at... Uh, he starts climbing down, realizing he thinks he can make it. Climbs back up to Gideon. Ah, Gideon, here. Let me give you a tip here. So Jessup will use his... Where is it? Oh, where is it? Orin is oh. one rung down from them. Is like, oh, I could use a tip too. I'm negative four <laughs> yes. climb check. Um, where's my so you oh. would also not be able to make the climb. On yeah, your yeah. Well, technically, if you guys, well, I guess I couldn't. I mean, how far down is it, Jason? Kieran mentioned it was about a hundred feet. And we can go how far down per level? It would be ten feet per round. It would take you ten rounds to get down there. All right, listen, if you if you want to just jump, I can cast Featherfall and y'all just float to the bottom. Uh, I'll time it perfectly so that with your, when you're within 45 feet. I, I think I might feel safer just taking a potion of Levitate and just kind of floating down. Levitate would do it, for sure. Well, Jessup can make it down, no problem. Um... So yeah, basically, if, if Jessup does his omniscient, omnipresent mentor on Orin, Orin can make it down. And then Gideon can make it down with his potion, and Jessup can make it down on his own. Because that mentor thing, is that only one check, or is that... Um, I use my four rounds, and it gives him uh, the plus... It'll be plus four in this case for 24 hours, or until I use it again. It's like until I rest, or... So that would be enough to get everybody down. You just have to expend four rounds of your performance and a potion. That's fine. So yes, so uh, I guess Orin, you will have a plus four to your climb skill until I tell you you do not. All right, that brings me to zero. Take ten. That'll do it. Just <laughs> barely. Perfect. Jason, throughout all of this, am I still energy drained, or maybe just tell me when I'm not energy drained anymore, or I mean negative level? So searching through all the ruins, climbing down. I'd say. Sure, you get down here. It's basically nightfall, but you can get down here without energy drain. Okay, cool. And I mean, it doesn't matter because there's it's not like nightfall matters down here, but... The only other thing I can think of, how... You said, uh, Gideon, you had a potion of levitate? Yeah. Um, I think I have something else for you instead. So if you want to keep that, Je- uh, Jessup would say, uh, Gideon, I'll let you borrow this real temporarily until I climb down. He can give you his ring of feather falling. Then if you want to jump down, you'll feather fall. Then you don't have to use your potion. Then I can use my omnipresent mentor on Orin, and then I can just climb down myself. And then you can give me the ring back. I mean, yeah, we can do that. The only question is, isn't there, like, multiple levels that we were going to stop at? Like, there was, like, a 
yeah, it was like a middle platform and then the bottom. There appears to be multiple levels because what Kieran said is that this well opens up to a chamber and then continues down deeper. I mean, clearly we start at the bottom. I don't want to start at the bottom. You can go straight down. Straight down. Start at the bottom. Uh, You two, uh, Kieran, uh, especially, you would notice that the ladder, the rungs in the side do not continue further down. You could still continue climbing down. It would just be a lot more difficult because there's no rungs for you to use. So while they're all trying to figure out how they climb down, can I just start slowly flying down a little bit? If you want to. Yeah, just very cautiously. Okay. So you're continuing to fly down a little bit? Yeah, just cautiously. I don't want to be reckless, but... Okay. Just to see how much further down that goes. Detect magic kind of as I'm going down just to see if there's anything. Give me a perception check. Oh dear, I don't like that. Don't do it. It's a check. It's a trap. Don't do it. 23. 23. Okay, so you start to fly down the uh, well a little bit deeper and you get about 40 feet and you can see that there's dim light coming from the opening below you. Ooh, I don't like that. I will turn around and fly back up. You don't hear anything because it's definitely like a waterfall on top of your head. And I don't detect any magic from further down? Uh, no, because you you can only hit, like, whatever is straight below the well. 60 feet, yeah. Like, it doesn't it doesn't go through the stone. Yeah, okay, as much as my curiosity is peaked, I think Kieran would be a little more conservative and cautious, and he would fly back up. I will reveal that. I feel like Jason's trying to bait me. Does it continue even further? Is that another level? Uh, it's hard to say. The water flow would be obscuring your vision. Uh, well, with the 23, it looks like it probably goes deeper than that. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, we're in it now, boys. Um, yeah, I'm going to still turn around and go back up. I don't want to get myself into a bad situation. It doesn't look like the water is crashing into anything right there. You just see light around the water. So, yeah, it, it must go deeper than that. Okay. You okay. you see the you see what I revealed over there, right? I the do. Second. I do. Okay. Yep. We're good. So that's where the well seems to connect. Okay. Fair enough. I'm going to fly back up, and uh, I guess the others would probably be most of the way down at this point. Yep. Everybody's, we'll say, I'll just make sure everybody's on the map here. So, yeah, you guys are at this first level, and yeah, you can see that it opens up to, uh, there's one opening in this chamber that opens up to more ruins. ruins. I'll step in, take a look. Okay. Start revealing a little bit more here. So the ruins go like this into... That, they go down here to that, and they go further this direction. To the north, where you're looking, the stonework of, like, the ancient dwarven stonework gives way to rough stone cavern. Kieran's going to be behind Orin, and he'll say, Orin, this is fantastic. I've never seen such exquisite craftsmanship before. Is this something that you have learned how to do as well? Oh, no. I'm no builder. But you should see Kragadon. It's beautiful. Well, if this is a taste of what Kragadon is, I'm sure it'll take my breath away. Oh, no! Oh, no! Abort the mission! Turn around! Get out of there! (laughs) I don't like that! I was measuring distance, uh, because you have dark vision of 60 feet, correct? Yes. So, yeah, you can see at the end... 
not well near the edge of your dark vision there seems to be a creature just tell me i see a pair of eyes and that's oh that's all. terrifying give me a stealth check just want to see if this creature would have noticed or heard you oh oh certainly it did <laughs> yeah <laughs> gideon stealth oh, no. hey, that's pretty good for not you a thing. that's that's yeah, a really good enough. roll that's a natural 16 for a nine. Oh, because you have a minus seven that is excellent okay <laughs> so you rolled a nine stealth yeah well, okay, why would you say a, it like that yeah, okay. I rolled a nine stealth. Thank you very much. I did my okay, best. Okay, that's a twenty. Uh, yeah. Okay. So this creature heard and saw you, heard and sees you, and Orin. No, not Orin. Just can you. I heard and sees it? You see it for sure. But as you're getting close and you see it at the edge of your your vision, your clanking armor, it kind of turns around and it looks straight at you. And as soon as it sees you, you can see the, his eyes go wide or its eyes go wide. And it begins to like pull out a club that was attached to its waist, and it begins to like bang on the walls in extraordinary bouts of anger. And I need everybody to roll initiative. I um, I think I might have annoyed the locals. I'm going to expend my heightened awareness for my bonus. Okay. Is that what is that? A plus something? Uh, two. Plus four to your initiative check. Plus four to initiative. Ooh. But the the effect is now gone. Yes, correct. Yep. Uh, Jess will do the same. Ooh, 24. I go last again. Oh, wait, no. Gideon goes last this time. <laughs> yeah, I rolled a four. four. <laughs> That's not nice. great. It's not ideal is how I describe it. Like, it's just not yeah. ideal. I find it ideal. Well, you shall not falter. So let me get all these in here. Roll initiative and oh my initiative check. That's good. <laughs> Feels good. Nerd. Oof. Nerd. Somebody, somebody got a thirty. <laughs> oh crap! It wasn't us. <laughs> Oren gets a thirteen. Jessup gets a twenty-five. Gideon gets a four. Four. Why did you say it like that? Kieran Gideon gets a twenty-four. Gideon gets a four. You could just okay. say it like that. We have. No, no ties. All right. So first up, so you wouldn't be able to see this. What is the distance that we're looking at here? Oh, what is the range increment for this thing? What is the good old range increment on this thing? 20 feet. So it would be taking a minus four on this check, but you are flat footed and it's not within point blank shot. So against your flat-footed AC, this is a 29. Gideon. My flat-footed AC is a 31. Wow. Okay. So you feel a very small dart ping off your armor. <laughs> but you don't know where it came from. That's not good. <laughs> That's not good. That's danger. So that brings us to Jessup. I know what's going on. Spy courage. All right. <laughs> So I will move action, inspire courage, and standard action cast good hope, because we should all be within 30 feet. So that is Jessup's turn. Brings us to Kieran. Okay, I struggle with this because I kind of want to conserve spells, but I kind of want to do this thing. But I guess for right now, I'll just do the boring uh, mirror image spell. Oh, okay. typical yeah, well, I mean, I don't have any AC, really, so I need something. So, minimum in images this time, so four images. And then I will 
I'm just gonna five foot step up to behind Orin, and I'm just trying to listen to see, because I don't see this creature. So all I, all I saw was something ping off of Gideon's armor. Correct. So yep. I'm just trying to figure out what's going on. Okay. Brings us to somebody over here who is going to... What's their movement speed? Okay. You hear more banging coming from that direction, but it's not the creature that's right in front of you. As this creature comes here and then here. And I will show it to you a little bit more here. I feel bad. I don't want to kill them. Is that a giant hand? Uh, they have club hand. Oh. Big hand. This other one goes next, the one that you do see, green, and that is going to charge at Gideon. So, they have all of the things programmed in already, it looks like. So I just need to add on the charge bonus. Okay. This is a pretty good chance to hit, but we'll see. That is a 37. Oh, that's a pretty good chance to hit. That hits. Okay. That is going to be... So it's a d10 this time. That was some stupid damage. Uh, oh, I forgot to power attack. Go ahead. Just just say you did. It's fine. Nah, I didn't say it. I forgot. It's fine. You can just assume because it would just be two less and it'd still hit. It's fine. It'd be three less. It still would hit. It's fine. Okay. Well, if you insist. That would make it 23 points of damage. Yeah, I'm chilling, bro. As long as you don't say, now roll me a 40 game or something <laughs> stupid. That brings us to Orin. Orin! We'll cast a spell. Okay. He casts Shield of Dawn on himself. Alright. Do you want to move? I do. Too bad. Nice. <laughs> fit right there. Sure. Okay, then that's where I go. And a million enemies rush up from the bottom and start killing Kirin. <laughs> Next, from further in the darkness, comes another one. Oh, wow, this is a lot. And Gideon, you get to act now. Oh, I had to double move, I see. Yeah, double move, yeah. We're going to go ahead and do something cool, because I like to be a cool guy. All right. Concentration, to roll without provoking, you got to roll a concentration and beat the... Yep. 15 plus double the spell level. Okay, so it's almost a guarantee, though, not quite. I'm going to go ahead and try to roll for a level one spell. Okay, DC 17. I hit it. 26, okay, you're good. Cast Moment of Greatness. Oh. All right. This is a new one I picked up, uh, this level. Uh, so it will affect every all my allies. Each creature affected by this spell is given the potential for greater success and glory. If the affected creature is benefiting from a morale bonus of any type, it can double that morale bonus on... Oh, wait a minute. Inspire Courage is a competence, isn't it? Yeah, but Good Hope is a morale. And we have Good Hope running right now? We have Good Hope. Okay. So uh, you can get... And that's the same as Heroism for as far as checks go, right? Yeah, it gives you a plus two morale on most things. So yeah, that's fine. With your bonus... Yeah, you can double... Party, yeah that morale bonus on one roller check before making the roll. Once that affected creature uses the spell's effect, the spell is discharged for that subject. Yeah. So within the next 11 minutes, you can get an extra plus two. Yep. And then uh, I'm going to go ahead and on that same turn, cast an invocation of destruction. Okay. Move action. All right. I don't know if Jessup would get that moment of greatness because it's a burst and I'm technically, I think I have cover from Gideon. Do they not go around walls? 
I think we just I think we decided that before when um, we had enemies that were using channel. Well, it depends. Um, a burst might be able to uh, still work. Uh, it just has to be. Well, because I think channel's a burst, isn't it? And I think if you have total consume and it doesn't do it, I thought it said. That might be true. A burst spell affects whatever it catches in its area, including creatures that you can't see. It can't affect creatures with total cover from its point of origin. In other words, its effects don't extend around corners. Ah, uh, but if I took a five-foot step here... If you it... step back, you're fine. Yeah, but then that leaves... You don't have to, sad. that's fine. I'm just... I don't know if I'm really ever going to use it for an attack anyway. I'll just stay where I am. I don't want Orin to get too swamped. Three of you will get that then. Yeah, and we'll swift action. Heal up. Okay. I think that is all of your actions. Yeah. Yeah, doing my best, you know? Okay. Divine touch. Mark one down there so I don't forget later. And go ahead and roll ourselves 3d6. Oh, it's a good roll. Okay. Top of the round. This creature moves out from the darkness. It is climbing on the ceiling. Oh, that's great. Love it. And I'll show you this one as well. Oh, it's Morlock Creeper. This creature climbs up on the ceiling and will make a single attack with its blowgun against... Uh, I had a hard time against Gideon, so it's going to try out Orin this time. Uh, it is not outside of its range increment this time. It's actually in point blank shot range. So that will be... Uh, it's not a great roll, but it's 26. I'm at 26. Just so it does hit. Yep. Okay. Bear in mind, just for reference, unless I say otherwise, the ceilings in all these chambers are 15 feet tall. So this does hit. Orin, you take one point of damage. Uh, that's not good. Yep. Fort <laughs> <laughs> save. I would like a fortitude save if you don't mind. How's a 32 do for you? Ooh, get wrecked. That's a cleric for you. Do you have a bonus against poisons? Uh, yes, I get an additional one. Yeah, I get a plus two to saving throws against poison spells and spell-like abilities. Okay. You feel fine. You take one point of damage. The dart kind of goes right into your neck. It doesn't go in deep, and you're able to pull it out. Uh, you, f you feel it's slippery, like there's something coated on it, but uh, you seem okay. I shake my fist at him. That brings us to... Jessup. Jessup. Gonna pull out his bow. Okay, move action, pull out the bow. As he moves. As he moves. And assess the situation. What do I see? Those guys, okay. Um, I guess I'm gonna monster lure those bad boys in the front, because that's probably the first ones Jessup would see. Yeah, you can do both. So, roll me a knowledge local, and I'll do it for all of them, because they're the same species. Okay, I will use one of my investigative minds while I will um, let me make sure I turn off. Okay, I did turn off my head awareness, so this is, should be correct. So a 30 and an 18. I will take the 30. So you are able to identify these are all Morlocks, but they appear to be greatly mutated in two different ways. The three in front have been mutated into hulking monstrosities, their muscles bulging much more than any of the Morlocks you've seen so far. They are known as Morlock Destroyers. The one clinging to the ceiling is actually a small-sized creature. It is pretty much the other way around. It looks incredibly dexterous, 
uh, but they are both greatly mutated Morlocks uh, into two different variants, it looks like. I'll just give you some basic info about Morlocks that you probably already knew. They have leap attacks, so they can they can jump and make an attack during the jump without provoking. They have sneak attack generally. Um, they have swarming, so they can actually share spaces to flank. That's pretty much all the basic stuff with Morlocks. Is there anything specific that you wanted to know about Morlocks? Are they goblinoid, did you say? No, no. Morlocks are chaotic, evil, monstrous humanoids. Who just coincidentally look like goblins. Uh, at least the tall one does. Um, nope, I guess I'll just kind of... Uh, I don't know what these guys are. They're uh, kind of mutated monstrosities, like good hope serum that's pumped in the bodies. Except for that small one. He's creepy. I'm going to shoot that one. You can make one attack against the creeper. Oh, does a nat one hit? <laughs> a natural one, funnily enough, oh, that sucks. will not hit. Uh, Oof, that does that's suck. A, I'm that's sorry, an amazing man. plus 17 bonus, too. Okay, never mind that. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Love it. Shame. Shame. Brings Shame. us to Kieran. Maybe get good. So you said it's 15 feet, so I probably cannot fly over top of my comrades, correct? You could. I'm pretty short. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because um... if we if we just kind of roughly make it three dimensional, you'd be the the second square above them, so you'd be just above their reach. Okay, I am actually going to cast a spell on my weapon, and then right. I will move up. Not yet flying over top of them, but moving into a position. Maybe let's see. I'll move up to be behind. Orin, but not right behind him, like hovering behind him. And so you're in the air yes. 10 feet or 15 feet? 10 feet. 10 feet. So you're middling. Correct. Okay. Yep, correct. And the spell that I cast is Umbral Weapon. Cool. And that will be my turn. That brings us to the Destroyers. So Red is going to five foot step into his ally's space which will proc his swarming ability as he will then full attack Orin. I don't like how that works. Well, it's uh, it's kind of cool, kind of good, and kind of dangerous. If you could just lay off, that'd be nice. So this is with flanking, so two higher than all of these, and he's full attacking. We'll do power attack, so minus three. So it's actually just minus one. Okay. First attack with the great club. Oh, snap. That'll... That'll hit. That's a Ooh, uh, uh, 36. Yes. That was a really good roll. Does not crit on that, but it is a 36. So uh, your damage will be, uh, because it's power attacking. Oh, gosh. 13 plus 9 is 22 plus 9 is 31 points of damage. Okay. So let me take that off, and then I'll do your damage. How dare you? Your... I take no damage. You take 12 damage. Oh, you were lucky. Rolled a no, one. I don't. I don't want to. This was red. Okay. How much damage. did I take? 30? You took 31. 31. Okay. Second attack. 16 is not going to do it. And then it's going to try to bite you. 29. That'll hit. So this is a much lower die. So 4 plus 4 is 8 plus... I don't know if the bite gets a plus... 6 or plus 9, we'll say plus 6, so 14 points of damage. And you will take 15 points of damage? It's probably a plus 9, but I don't care. Alright. Dealing some decent damage to that guy, but he's ah! 
He's still out there. Oh, you died. No, I still. Hang on. You're at zero. How did that happen? There we go. I'm like, I was apparently in the dexterity thing when I was typing in my hit points. Right. Okay. I like Shield of Dawn. Green is going to go, and he's also going to full attack you because they. It's weird how it's worded, but I think they have to attack the same target. Oh, snap. I forgot to add all their sneak attack. I'll do that now. Like, no. You, like, I missed it before, so it's fine. But from now on, I'm going to remember to do that because they are flanking. So first to hit, natural one will miss. You got lucky there. The iterative, 23. No. Okay. And the bite. 25? No. Okay. So, misses on all of those attacks. And it's your turn, Oren. I'm gonna channel. Okay. Yeah. Well, hang on. I mean, uh, well... Um, I'd have to cast defensively in order to do a spell. Not for channels. To do a spell, you'd have to cast defensively. Right, that's what I'm saying for a spell. You can do it. I have faith in you. I only believe in power. Torag, be with you. I'm going to cast defensively. Okay. And do cure serious wounds. So that will be a DC 21. Do I get a bonus for uh, cast defensively? Just your concentration. Yeah, so it's just your concentration bonus unless you took, like, combat casting. That's a big fail. If you had combat casting, that would have been... So you lose the spell, but you don't provoke an attack of opportunity. Okay. And that was your standard. You have a move if you'd like to take it. Nope. I'll stay where I'm at. Okay. Oof. It'll be fine. Brings us to Blue. I'll live forever. <laughs> Blue's going to do all of his attacks on Gideon. Uh, so not flanking, but we will continue the power attack because these guys are crazy. That's going to miss with 27. Uh, that's going to miss with the iterative. And the bite is a natural one, so all those are going to miss. And it's your turn, Gideon. Um, thinking about how to do this well. We're going to go for the old attack attacker. And okay. let's target... None of them have been hit yet, right? Red has been hit by the fire shield. 27 points of damage. And fire shield was a spell, right? Uh, yeah, shield of Dawn. He's, yeah. yeah, he's covered in fire. If I get hit with a melee attack. We'll full round attack here. Okay. Murder him. 36, followed by a 32. Both of those will hit. Alright. Dealing 15 and 10 damage, respectively. 25 total points of damage. Okay. I would like to add an additional 4 Sonic to that, please. Okay. Yep. And unfortunately, I don't benefit from my own destruction, but that's okay. Right. Okay. That brings us to the top of round three. The creeper... Ooh, so many choices. He's going to five-foot step up here to be real close to everybody. Going to roll between the two of you, Kieran and, and Jessup. So one, two, three, Kieran. Three, uh, four, five, six, Jessup. One, so it's going to be against Kieran. That's, that's going to not hit, probably. So we're going to full attack with this blow dart. Does not get rapid shot, so just the two. Natural one will miss, obviously. Uh, the second one's going to miss, I think, with a 20, but it might be within to get an image. My AC is 20, actually. Oh, so I do get to roll. Uh, D10 and one or a two hits you. 
An eight, so that's an image. Okay, perfect. Jessup, it's back to you. Uh, Schmuck's still on the wall, right? He's on the ceiling, yes. This isn't looking too good here, fellas. I don't feel good. I'm in pain. You just gotta kill him. Oh, that's... Oh! That's all I have to do. That's what we're doing? Yeah, in case you were confused about that. I was, yes. My apologies. Um, Yep. All you need is death. How... And he's 15 feet up, you said? That's correct. Okay. Yep, I'm going to stay where I am, and I'm going to full round attack action that schmuck. And I will have point blank, because I'm 29.15 feet away from him. Okay. Pythagorean. Jessup will swift action arcane strike, point blank shot, and he will take two attacks. I think I got everything. All right. Are you serious? That is another nat one for a 19 and a 7 for a 20. Both of those will miss your target. You were talking to the creeper, yeah? Maybe. Do the other ones have lower AC? Uh, you, you don't know. <laughs> then yes. The other, ones, but the other ones have soft cover. <laughs> Both of those will miss. Okay, that, was, that was pretty that was scummy. Good. I like pretty that. Good. <laughs> I'm, try, I'm trying it! <laughs> I attacked the one with the lowest AC. Okay, that brings us to Kieran. All right, am I able to five foot fly in a way that I can full attack anyone? Uh, yeah. So like, what I, I don't think you could do it to add in your claws and your bites. No, that's fine. I'm fine with just. You could like fly over Orin. Yeah. You could, like, yeah, you could. You could be just above Orin. Well, I'm just under. Or Orin you could now. be. No, you could be. If you went up, if you went up to the fifteen foot range, you would be at reach from the guys below you, or the creeper actually. Okay, do we have a preference as to who we take out? The red. Who red? Yeah, because okay. it reduces their swarm ability. Oh, okay, yeah. So because they get flanking right now. Okay. Yeah. Until I will... the other one moves in, but yeah, we gotta yeah. get rid of them. I will try to take out red. Oh, okay. I'm not gonna take him out, but I'll I'll try to hit right. him. He's got a lot of damage on him. He's got over 50 damage on him. All right. So um, I'll roll both my attacks, my iterative. So with my glaive, the first one's a 19. The second one's a 16. Oh, man. The natural two and the natural four. Yeah. But my umbral weapon says a shadowy afterimage trails behind the targeted weapon, potentially damaging foes even when the weapon misses. Once per round, when the weapon's wielder misses a creature with the target weapon, the wielder can re-roll the attack. If the re-roll hits, the spell hits the targeted creature and deals 1d8 points of cold damage, plus one additional point per two caster levels. And then verbiage, if they have spell resistance. I don't know if they have spell resistance. They do not. Uh, Both of them missed, but you can only do it once per round. Right. So the first one, Go I'll just Go ahead roll... and re-roll your attack. Holy crap. A <laughs> natural 20 for a 37. Okay. So a 37 will hit a critical threat. A 22 will confirm. But I don't <laughs> think that the umbral weapon damage is confirmed. I think it's just 1d8 plus 4. Uh, spells can confirm. Yeah. Oh, And all it right. takes an attack roll. So, so 2d8 I'd allow plus a 2d8 plus... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, all do right. it. Then I'll roll 2d8 plus 8. That is 17 points of damage. Wow. That's such a cool spell. It's so, cool. so thematic. It's good for mitigating bad rolls, which sometimes happen to some people more than others. <laughs> and uh... <laughs> that Actually, I will give credit where credit's due. That was actually a suggestion by Jason. Um, as a, I was struggling to pick another spell, and he 
had suggested that one to me, and I thought that was pretty cool that we haven't seen come up in our games before. No, so. yeah, that's a good also, one. I mainly suggest it for the different damage type in case yeah. you have somebody immune to yeah. electricity. Because I found when we were fighting Kosaruk that when they know your damage type, you really can't do much. So I was like, I'm going to do, I'm going to have cold damage. I'm going to have fire damage. I'm going to have acid damage. I'm going to have every type of elemental damage. So that's also why I that. gave your cloak the ability that I did. Yes, that's true. Yes. Okay. So yeah, you managed to hit it, but it's immune to cold. Just <laughs> I will. I will. <laughs> oh, I will. Yes, yes. Jason suggested that spell for you because he knew it would be worthless. <laughs> He's like all the book four enemies have cold resistance. Okay, that is your turn. Yep. It is now Red and Green's turn. Let's see if we can't. <laughs> it's still kill alive. Somebody. Oh boy. Oh, yeah, they're still alive. No. How much health do they have? A lot. Okay, I won't tell you how much health they have, but they do have a 28 con. Oh, boy. Buddy, that's a lot. That's a lot of HP. That's a they lot of HP. They hit really hard, and they have a lot of HP. Well, Rage will do that. Uh, okay. Uh, so, power I'm attack, a, full attack. I don't know why they're so mad. I just showed up. It's a 34 to hit. Or, yeah. Oh, that hit me. Yeah, their main iterative is a pretty hefty attack. Uh, so that is going to be 28 points of damage. Jeez. Oh my goodness. And Second the, attack. Who was that, red or green? That was, this is, uh, this is red. They will take, come on, 12 points of damage. Okay. You good, bud? Second attack. <laughs> Dude, you, your D6s roll like my D20s. Rolls. Yeah. That is a natural 19 for a 31. That hits. Is that a crit threat? No, they don't crit on a 19 to 20. That's good. That means it's bad. It's a 20, it's, though. Oh, gosh, is that good for you? Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a times Oh, wait, no, four. great clubs are not times three. They're just, oh, great clubs suck. Yeah, no, they're not good. These guys, uh, that damage is only 23 points of damage. Oh, I'm not looking good. And the bite. Oh, and he'll take 13 points of damage. Right. Uh, yep. I like that. That's good. It's wearing him down. I don't think that's going to hit. That's a 20 even. Now it's red's, uh, green's turn. Ah! No! So, green, main attack. Ooh, that's a bad roll. Uh, that might actually miss. A three on the dot. Yeah, that's... Yeah, 20's gonna miss. Yes. Iterative. 26? Just hits. Ooh. Nice. Let me just make sure I did that right. It's minus 3 for power attack, plus 2 from flanking. So it's a minus 1 total. So 12 plus 14, 26. Yep. So you take 22 points of damage. He goes down! And you take 15. Okay, so gr this, uh, this was green this time. Um, how much was the damage? 20? 20... 20 two uh and then it is actually going to five foot step yeah i pass out to flank yep against gideon with his bite Ooh, i might die that's not uh, great 23 is not gonna hit Ooh, i might die <laughs> yeah, <that's not> great. <laughs> i love that <laughs> yeah i might Warren, die I might it die. is your turn i need a constitution check you sure do bud i don't know what you're What's the what's the dying state? It's constitution score? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 
Oh my gosh. Oh boy. He's so stupid. <laughs> yeah, there you go. He rolls a go. natural 20 for those listening later okay. for a 23. 23. Literally 23. exactly what he needs oh to stabilize here. But just Holy. so everybody knows, I'm at negative 16. Do you know what my con is? 16. Oh, you're dead. Well, then you're dead. Does that mean I'm dead? Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. Oh, I thought you had to go negative. Oh, well, Orin just died. Oh no. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna have to come up with a backup character. Oh my When's it gonna be a convenient point to have a backup character? Oh my in? God. We're in the middle of a dwarven. <laughs> or is all the math on that right? Orin literally just perfectly dies. Yeah. Let me let me double check. So I rolled minimum damage on the die. I rolled a one on the d10. He had six point hit six hit points. Okay. And so he had twenty two damage. So I rolled a one on the die. Yeah, sixteen. That's a plus 13 damage for 14. They are power attacking, which gives them plus 9. So, what did I say? What did I just say? 14, 20. <laughs> yeah. So I much not, for Orin being perfectly, like, right? in the story. Oh my gosh. Not, and we oh literally just bought a diamond. Oh my <laughs> yeah. gosh. This is unbelievable. Yeah. Like, I did not believe two that. deaths in the same session. I did, I did not believe that Orin was so low. That's insane. Dude, he took 103 points of damage. Dude, five foot step back and heal. He was at 57. I thought he'd be fine. Oh my gosh. All right, well... Kira, why don't you re-Breath of Life him? Just give him the kiss like yeah, he did to you. Yeah, I'll get right on that. After that, we come to Blue, who is going to full attack Gideon. Yeah, come at me. And they're flanking. That's a 34. That hits. So you take 31 points of damage. Holy. Okay. Second attack, 26. It's not going to hit. Yeah. And the bite is a 29, which is not going to hit. Oh, and I've been forgetting to do sneak attack, even though I said I wasn't going to forget to do sneak attack. You want to throw it in there? It's fine. No, nah, it's fine. It's only 1d6 for these guys. Yeah, so Orin's not even close on the line. He would have bet the sneak attack on top. Yeah. Gideon, it is your turn. I don't know if Gideon has any spells that can bring somebody back. No. I was going to uh, invest in a Breath of Life scroll, then I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> then I decided not to. And Lauren uh, dies just enough. <laughs> let me let me check and make sure I don't have anything. Because um, I did have, yeah, it was it was something I was going to buy but never got the the cash around because it's uh, an expensive spell. Oh nuts! I should have cast heal on myself. Yeah, live and learn. Yep. I can cast Speak with Dead after this, at least. <laughs> Warren doesn't want to come back. He's done with you. You're dead to him. This is not going well. Why do we struggle with every single combat? Like, what is wrong thing. with this party? Because we roll attack garbage and thing, Jason usually does it. Uh, so, so first we're going to do that. Heal 11 points real quick. Okay. Ugh, this is not good. I mean, I have gotten myself buffed up to a plus 18 to hit, and I keep rolling, like, ones and twos. Yeah, it's not, uh... I mean, I can't... I mean, it's nothing I can do. Happened. It's just... Yeah. Just the system... Jason pays for that extra add-on where the players usually get lower dice rolls. Except for yeah, Justin. He, he only He only can buy it for three people, not Justin. I do. I gotta... Do uh, I gotta roll... I gotta roll a heal check, actually, to see if... 
Orin is savable or not. Say that again? Yeah, I don't I don't know. So I don't know. I don't technically know that Orin is dead, dead, because it, it looks like it's possible to bring him up. Maybe. Yeah. I'm not sure. But you're well, also kind of being swarmed. Yeah, I'm kind of in a pickle myself. I'm going to build a filthy, broken paladin for... <laughs> you, should, you should build Navi a uh, traitor. Traitor by day, paladin by night. <laughs> this is really just not going well at all. Holy cow. It's not going the way I thought it was going to go. I should have been more aggressive, I guess. I didn't see Orn dying. I think I can... Uh... Oh, I don't want to do that. Oh my gosh, this is so bad. I um. Well, these guys are heading for a quarter of our HP. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just gonna attack red. Okay. Make your attacks. Both of those will yeah, hit. Yeah, I did some damage. Okay. Yeah. Go so ahead and roll your... Ah, with eight more. Okay, you needed that because you had 27 hit points, so the extra sonic damage brings red wow. down. Nice. Yeah, one for one. All right. And, uh, this is bad. And, uh, is he going to stay there? He's, he's going to stay there. Okay. Top of round four, it's the creeper who is going to continue his attacks on Kieran. Uh, 30 something. Yes, that will hit. 30. Yeah. (laughs) Do we have, we don't have haste, right? No, you do not. We do not. Sorry. So how many images do you have? Oh, you're good. I was just... Three images, so. D4, one will hit you. That is a two. And it's another image. His iterative is a 27. Yep, that'll hit. Three, so one or two on a D6. That is a five, so that's another image. And Jessup, you're up. Oh, crap baskets. Um, I guess he will attempt to heal check to see how... Warren looks, okay. but guaranteed it's going to be bad roll. A ten. Ten. Yeah, he's, he's, I rolled a he's pretty down. Seven. He's pre- pretty down. The Great Club crashed his head into the wall in like a side swing, and you can see that the helmet is like dented inwards fairly gruesomely. Well, Kieran had a hole in his face, and he came back up, so what do I know? Gunslinger. <laughs> Three attacks. Okay. I feel so bad. He was so excited to play Orin. Jessup doesn't know, so he's going to try to walk up and hit him with a heel. Okay. They don't have reach, do they? Like, I haven't noticed. Doesn't look like okay. it. Yeah, so Jessup doesn't know and knows that he's got some good old heel spells. He's going to slap him with a heel, and it doesn't make a difference, but... I don't know. It's not looking good. I know it's a waste, but he's going to cast Cure Serious Wounds. Or we need your guy! You'll hit him for 27 damage. It uh, does not seem to have any effect. Actually, I think that's a lot more than what I need to have some other buffs in there. It should only have been 22. Um, so Jessup hits, I guess, notates that it's not really doing anything, and that he kind of shouts the other two. He's, he's gone. That's his turn. Okay. Brings us to Karen. Kieran is going to lightning bolt green and... Well, I probably can't get both green and the creeper because the creeper's on the roof, right? Correct. So I will provoke to get here. You have to overrun, technically. 
So you don't necessarily have to provoke, but you'd have to make a fly check to take that turn. Oh, I forgot you're flying. Um, okay, so fly check. Like, you can fly over them, but in order to make... Uh, I don't know what the DC is. Because you're making a more than whatever degree turn. Not the fly spell, Google. Uh, turn greater than 45 degrees by spending 5 feet of movement is DC 15. So I think you're good. Okay, so then I will do a lightning bolt straight through both of them. Okay. So that is, again, DC 17 reflex for uh, 40 electricity or 20 electricity. So that is a 16 for green, a 13 for blue. Okay, so they both take 40 points of electricity damage. Ouch. Yeah, that's all I can do. Okay, so green is probably going to pivot. They're going to lose flanking, but that was a lot of damage. Green's going to pivot, start attacking you. First attack is a th- uh, 28. Yes, and that hits. one or two on a d4. Yes. One, so that's going to hit you. Okay. That is minimum 20. What was that? 22 points of damage is minimum, I think. I rolled a one. I think that's 22. That's insanity. That's absolute insanity. Okay. Second attack, 20 even. Yep, that hits. One or two and a d4. That is a three, so that's your final image. And it's going to try to bite you. Uh, that is a 21 on the bite. So the damage on the bite is 13. So that is green's turn. Skipping orange's turn, going to blue. Blue is not flanking, but we'll take a full attack against Gideon. Oh gosh, that's going to hit you. 35, right? That's, that hits you. Yeah, it hits. So that's going to be... 26 points of damage. Second attack. It's gonna miss the bite. It's gonna miss. 26, you said? Yes. And it's your turn. Man. Another one of them. Alright. Healing nine. Alright. Uh that's not great. But we're gonna we're gonna keep with it. And we are just going to hit him. Okay. A 21 for 15 points of damage. 21 will hit. The 15 will miss. So that's 15 damage from Gideon, 5 extra sonic damage from Jessup. Okay. Alright. So 20 total damage to him. And he's still up, I assume? Yeah. Yeah, we'll stay where we are. Okay. Brings us to the top of round 5. We have the Creeper again. Uh, Creeper is going to... He's going to make an attack against... Kieran and then an attack against Jessup. So against Kieran, that is a natural 20. Oh my gosh. To confirm with a 19. So it doesn't confirm, but it does hit. Okay. So you take one point of damage. And then I need a fortitude. And then the iterative against... Okay, so you're 25. 25. That's, that's good. Iterative against Jessup is a 27. So you take one point of damage and I need a fortitude. 28. 28. You are fine. This guy is not dealing damage much. He gets lots of sneak attack, but he's not getting it. And it's your turn, Jessup. You got a needle in your neck just then. Jessup will... I guess I'll kind of shout to Gideon and... Uh, Gideon, do, do you need some healing? And then he will shoot it. I can't really... 
It's up to you. Gideon did respond, though, so well, you yeah. don't have to wait for the response. I thought... Wait, he can respond on my turn? You can respond out of turn. It's a free action. Oh, okay. As long as you don't say... it's, You can't do, like, a lengthy response, but you can, like... Does he cool guy nod when I ask? Yeah, he says yeah. Okay. Guess I'll cure serious. So it should be 22. 22 points of healing. And Jessup will take five foot step to the side. Stay behind me, Jessup. I don't know what you guys are doing. Better do it quick. Karen, it is your turn. Okie dokie. Karen is going to five foot step back. Hope nothing comes up from this direction. Oh yeah, I can reveal some of that. And I will cast a fifth level spell. So this is where he will reach into his haversack and pull out a black dragon scale that he got from, was it Ibzariak? Is yep. that the dragon? Okay. Yep. And then he's going to cast the spell Dragon's Breath, which will do 29 acid damage. Uh, reflex save DC 18. Okay. On a save, it'll be, what, 14 damage? Green got a 13, and blue got a 19. Okay. Wow. So blue will take nine, uh, sorry, 14 damage, and the other one will take 29. Okay, so 14 damage and then 29. Oh, that makes it a nice round number for me. All right. They're both still up, but they have taken quite a bit of damage. It is now Green's turn. Green's going to continue trying to take out the guy who's doing a ton of damage. First attack. Uh, that would have hit without power attack. Uh, 18? No, my AC is 20. Okay. Iterative. Uh, cocked. Would have been a good roll on the cocked eye, though. Uh, 21? Yes. Okay, so that will deal 24 points of damage. And the bites. Uh, that's going to miss. 15. 16. No, 15. Misses either way. Going over to blue. Full attack Gideon. Uh, that's going to miss... Iterative is going to miss. Bite. Uh, Bite's going to miss. And Gideon, your turn. That uh, might just be the turn we need. I heal another 13, and uh, we will... How tall up is this guy? He's 15 feet in the air, basically, on the ceiling. We'll tear into blue. 34 and a 26. Both of those will hit. 25 for me and 10 from Jessup. Okay. So that is 35 total damage to blue. Yep. Okay. He's still up, but he's real rough. That'll take us... You can five foot step or you can stay where you're at. But that'll take us to the top of round six for the creeper again. He's not happy that none of you are being affected by his thing. So he's going to have to spend an action to recoat some stuff. So yeah, that's what he's going to do. He's going to five foot step here to get good line of sight, but he's going to have to spend his action to recoat some of his darts. Moving on to Jessup. Jessup's going to do a heroic finale on Gideon. So performance drops, but will linger. And Gideon, you can do one standard action. Okay. Uh, this is good. Go, buddy. Do something. Yeah, I got to figure out something really good to make, make use of this. damages. Okay. It's possible. And then whatever Gideon decides to do, so he doesn't move just a five-foot step here. Okay. Actually, no, he'll, he'll move action to here. Okay. Yeah, we're going to use this, and we're going to take it for all it's worth. We'll go ahead and expend a moment of greatness. All right. So uh, this will be a plus two to whatever I roll here. Oh, you're doing it for your uh, damage or your attack roll? Attack, for the attack roll. 
So a 23. <laughs> 23 will hit. Uh, and that's only the one roll, or is it... Yeah. Okay. It's just one roll. So it doesn't also do another damage? No, if the morale is... Uh, it can double that morale on one roll or check. Okay, okay. But that will hit. So you can roll damage. Whoa. Not bad. And... Ooh, another five. So 21. Total damage. You needed that because it had 16 hit yeah! points. Yeah! <laughs> that's some clutching it out, though, actually. So blue now falls. And I can't five foot step, right? Correct. Yep, because it's not your turn. But it is Kieran's. Okay, I'm going to try to cast defensively level three. So that's what, 21? DC 21? DC 21. Okay, so let me put the four in the temp and see if that does a thing. It should. 34 to cast the lightning bolt to hit both of them. Yep. Okay. So this, again, DC 17 reflex for 44 damage or 22 damage, depending. Okay, so the destroyer fails barely. The creeper, I don't think he can fail. Well, a natural one, no, 32. So the creeper succeeds, but the destroyer will take full damage, which is, that's the correct full damage? Yes, that is. 44? Okay. So, more like Destroyer had 40 hit points, so he goes down. But the Creeper only takes 22, and he is undamaged. So he's still up. Green was undamaged? No, the Creeper is undamaged. Oh, oh, jeez. Okay. That brings us, skipping all the dead creatures, down to Gideon. Great. So he's going to go ahead and cast Bone Shaker. You'd guessed it right. I knew it! Okay. I know, Bone I know my Gideon. Save. Classic Gideon. Yep. I don't have a great fortitude, uh, but that is a 20. So that'll pass, taking half of that damage. 13. And that has a plus three, though, so you've got a so, 20, 12. Okay. And then we're going to go ahead and switch my invocation to purify. Yo, what's that one do? You get a bonus on your saves. What kind of bonus is that? Sacred. Yeah, oh, okay. sacred right. sacred bonus, and it will be a plus two. Okay. That is your turn? Um, yeah, because that's a standard. Swift to change it. I guess I could technically move action even closer. But we'll just go there, and that's fine. All right. Top of round seven. Now that all of its allies are down, and it has taken quite a bit of damage... The creeper begins to crawl away on the ceiling in the direction that it came, just out of sight. Crap, that's got to climb speed. Man, oh 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 man, this did not go well. It probably wasn't within reach of me to hit him, right? You were on the ground, correct? Yeah, more or less. Covering, okay. Yeah, because it was on the ceiling, so it would have been 15 feet away. And with that, we drop out of initiative as I said in the chat you have a couple options oh yeah absolutely you definitely could go back to Long Shadow find someone like you have the diamond you just need somebody to cast the spell but uh, that will be up to you on what you want to do we'll chat about it offline and uh, we'll come up with a plan and we'll see see what we get into 
next week.